listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 108. Let's not find out! <laughs> Day's travel from your campsite to getting just around the bend from the Boravi Mine. The Boravi Mine was a project that the Deep Empire undertook when the Boravi, when House Boravi was uh, was leaders of the leaders of the Empire, as a show of economic prowess and as a way of showing that they could, the Deep Amaskar could sever ties with High Amaskar and still remain economically prosperous. They had built a mine that the stories say went nearly all the way to the surface with a great, uh, uh, with a great arcane lift that could get people uh, up and down in no time at all. People and goods up and down no time at all. However, the project ran long, over budget, uh, over schedule, over schedule, behind schedule, over budget, and eventually, when other political troubles beset the <coughs> Baravi family, the Baravi house, uh, the project was scrapped. Uh, to keep this now dangerous uh, uh, ability for uh, people to get down all the way to Deep Mascot fairly easily, they dismantled the arcane lift, but the framework that was uh, put in place to support it. Reportedly, still exists the story, uh, the story that Taita has uh, heard of others, the others speaking about inside the Kasiko Experimentation Center is that Dwergar have moved in uh, within the last year and have begun uh, utilizing the mine shaft and, <coughs> and <coughs> mining the materials I mean, that were left using behind. Using it as a highway and a source of resources. Yeah, precisely, and. Uh, and that is now where you find yourselves just around the bend. Not sure what Dwergar forces may be there or not, and what the state of their construction that you hope to uh, have the possibility of utilizing to get back to the surface rapidly. Mm. All right. You are hidden from uh, from the others. Uh, you're far enough back, but uh, with dark vision being uh, limited, it could be a little challenging to get close enough to see what's going on here. Well, Lane's got pretty good view with his improved dark vision in the spyglass. That's true. He's got 240 feet. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. As you peer around the corner, all of you can see some amounts of it. And uh, what all of you can see the most, in fact, uh, at first, as your as your dark vision eyes adjust, you see that there's dim light even going way up high. An oil vein peers through the spyglass, and what you see is nothing short of astounding. 
in scale. The chamber rises infinitely high into the darkness on all sides. You're coming at it from one side, but on all sides just rises straight up. Um, carving out a cylindrical shaft massive enough contain a pillar of smooth stone in its center. At the very at the base of it, there's <coughs> in so there's the like middle of this big of this of this cylindrical shaft. There's a column that also just rises up into the blackness. It's obviously a deep mascari make. It echoes the same brutalist uh, pragmatism that you've seen all around the empire. Uh, it has a, uh, it's got a bunch of bold straight lines and then odd angular inlets periodically placed along the exterior. I will go ahead and give you a little visual here. Um, have we, I imagine Scrimcorn is, he's a good tracker person. As we're approaching this thing, getting closer, are we seeing any signs of people? Or movement? Um, or recent activity? I will answer that in one minute. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Mm. That's the pillar in the middle? Yeah, big pillar in the middle. I mean, inspired by, that's obviously a modern building. But is it a round pillar or like a square pillar? No, no, like like that. Like It is. It's not... It's, it's neither of those shapes because it, it has a lot of angles in it, but okay. closer to square than round. Yes. Okay. And it just keeps going. Just and it just going. keeps going up and up and up. Hmm. At the uh, base of the pillar, you can see a great archway that goes to inside the pillar and hmm. uh, a walkway that heads forward. You just hear Royal go, fucking A. It just goes on forever. And you see him like panning, panning upwards. Using this skirt. Hmm. You'd ask it. About signs of life. The tracking. Oh, you, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're checking that, right? Yes. Go ahead and uh, roll perception. As you're standing here longer, you can see the very faint lights seem to have been placed at irregular intervals uh, going up. They look like uh, um, they're sort of a. Uh, uh, Dark. I want it to be purple light. It's always purple light. It's gonna be something else. I mean, <coughs> in, the oh, red. in the infrared spectrum, they're just—they're just—they're like a deep red, deep red flame. As you can see, it sort of flickering. It's not very bright, but it helps you see these like spots just go up and up and up until he's just too high up. To like the inside see. of a photo development yeah. studio. Yeah, like that. And so all of you can see a little bits of these details. The archway starts coming into view as, as your eyes adjust to seeing with this barely dim red light throughout. Hmm. Scrim. Wipes. Some slug slime. Just blows nose and takes a deep breath in. Can I give you an assist as well? Because Baron is also actively looking for traces of his ancient enemies. Are you doing uh, tracking or perception? Yeah, yeah, track, yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot, we don't, we don't do that too often. Um, perfect. Yeah, that'd be great. Great. Um, so Baron is, you know, as, as we're approaching, he's looking for signs of Fuergar, you know, markings of their, like, the stonework itself are on the walls and just... Well, my thought is you guys are, like, staying back, scoping out the place for now. Yeah. Is it as you're approaching? As we approached where we are. Ah, uh, uh, like, oh, like the path that we took. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Like, is this, yeah. are we, are there lots of tracks everywhere, like... Not from the direction you came. Okay. Uh, uh, uh but, but... There were occasionally old tracks of uh, just like a pair of what could be Dwergar. Pretty old. Scrimcorn would take a moment to look at them. 
Potentially. So you've kept your eyes sharp this way, though. It doesn't seem like there's been much recent activity here. Perhaps these are the uh, uh, this is a side path that doesn't not where they get to wherever they uh, are coming and going from a two. Okay. So you want to assist? What was your role? Sure. Um, three. So strong assist. <laughs> I saw something. No, you didn't. Okay. Um. Uh. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Jesus. Scrimcorn, grabbing the spyglass for a moment, take a look at the uh, uh, different areas there. The biggest challenge is sort of like seeing, you know, in this in this dim light. But as a, as more and more of it sort of materializes in front of your eyes, you are able to see that there um, there are indeed there are indeed uh, a great deal of tracks to and from leading to this archway. In that heads into the middle of this big stone pillar structure, mm-hmm. as uh, and heading off in a direction almost in the opposite side of this cavern that you all are in. That's where the lions share the tracks go. But they're a little bit scattered that go all throughout this cavern, just like here and there. Like looks someone walking off to the side to go take a piss, maybe hard to say. You know, not much focus on those uh, on those parts. But uh, but definitely this thoroughfare going in and out of that. Scrimcorn also notices, um, because he would, that unlike the rest of the caverns leading up to this area, this specific area seems to be largely devoid of fungus, lichens, and other natural plant growth. Hmm. Uh, you can feel, you can feel a bit of a, uh, uh, of an echo of magic now that you're sort of getting a feel for this place. And there must be something in the stone itself that makes the ecosystem struggle to reclaim it. Grim <clears throat> points this out. Talks about the, <coughs> the uh, tracks going off. Oh, thoroughfare. So, <clears throat> no natural plant life that would normally be here. It's unnatural. Mm. I will make some of my magics. Impossible to use here. Hmm. Uh, is that some sort of an enchantment, Taita? Baron asks at some point. It is likely that uh, it is likely that various enchantments were used to keep the flora from uh, from reclaiming this area. It would make maintenance of this structure and the shaft itself far less complicated. Uh, we use uh, much of similar techniques in the uh, in the the main parts of the empire itself. Hmm. In our cities, actually, we in our cities. Mark says, <clears throat> uh, to, "Speaking of the techniques and technologies of a emasquerading structure such as this, is there are there things that you may be able to operate or activate? It's clearly." A, having kind of existed amongst the infrastructure of the city, had some sort of ability to transport and the lights and... Ah, we're getting beyond my understanding here, but <clears throat> what might you be able to do for us as we as we enter into this very developed part of uh, Inaskari building? Uh, as I understand it, the... 
Uh, all of the functional parts of the structure were dismantled carefully when the mine was shut down. The materials reclaimed for use in more sensible pursuits. pursuits. And I doubt there is much I could interact with in that regard, but that being said, if there is some uh, uh, arcane devices left behind, I can certainly provide assistance in operating or deciphering. Hmm. What's the what's the size of this thing we're looking at? Like the picture you showed looked like a skyscraper. Like is it that level? I mean, it goes ridiculously high. Is it like skinny? Is it like um, how does it compare? Like the huge cavern that Deep Mascar was in. It sits. Uh, 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 it sits about. How long would it take to walk across this cavern from one side to the other? It sits, sits somewhere maybe about a hundred feet. To a side uh, uh, for this for the big shaft and the uh, uh, and the cavernous area around that mm-hmm. is more like uh, more like a thousand feet diameter. It's a, it's a big cave. Down. Very big, big cavern. Gotcha. Very big uh, carved out area. Okay, that's a big. No, that's too much. That's like 10, 10, 10 sides. The football field would be three hundred feet. Four. So you said feet. the building is a hundred on each. Four hundred dimension. Four hundred feet. The cavern is four hundred feet in diameter. And, and yes, the big structure is 100 feet to a side. The big, okay. big sort of... 100 foot diameter, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, and does it seem like there's other pathways? Like, it, uh, Mach had it in his mind, like, there was the, the column for, like, rapid transport, but then there was, like, pathways around the side, like, other ways to go up and down. There, uh, inside that 100 foot to a side uh, structure, there certainly may be... Okay. Um, there, there, you would be stairs or something, right? Yeah, like, and 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 looking at it. Uh, that's what Mox's um, looking for. As Mox's looking at it more closely, the inlets that uh, that sort of separate, not separate, but the break up the otherwise smooth, uh, uh, the smooth stone uh, structure. Sorry, what, what am I trying to say? The uh, the face, the the bold straight lines, but there's these odd angular inlets, mm-hmm. and they appear to be exterior access points for ventilation and maintenance. Hmm, um, gotcha. and it would stand to reason that there's likely a way to traverse around that. Uh, whatever type of lift mechanism would be on the inside would certainly need to be maintained, and disaster recovery would need to be uh, present. Uh, you know, much just looking at it from a sort of yeah. pragmatic construction yeah, perspective. It seems like this is some sort of hollow. Uh, perhaps <clears throat> other passage... Uh, Manual passage within and ugh, ought to be a hike up one of the can't find magical means, but maybe we look for some sort of ground level entrance there first. There's no uh where you're looking about. What's this cavern? Is there like mining tools, just stone for the people? As you look around anyone, any animals, critters? As you look around, you do see um, you do see shards of broken crystal littering the ground around the edges of this chamber. Hmm. Um, they uh, mock would immediately recognize these uh, as being very similar to the large crystal you used to defeat the Neotholid. Mm, the okay. uh, there's some around you at your feet, and as you uh, sort of <clears throat> kick them with your feet. Uh, you're not immediately certain if they could provide useful or not. Any value to anyone? Do we, is it quartz? Or the, it was a big the quartz howitzer we called it. It was, it was actually quartz, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, a, f- a strange form of underdark quartz. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, so... Um, Tata, I'm unfamiliar with this particular quartz. Is this valuable? Uh, it is a... Uh, it is a... <laughs> to us surface dwellers, like gold and platinum and whatnot. Uh, your people pretty much find any sort of shiny or unusually colored material valuable, do they not? Some more than others. Says, I'm not certain the market value of such a thing. I don't interact much directly with the merchant's guild, especially when trading in raw materials. Mm. I'm more of a produced goods. Uh, well, the, kind of the practical application, it seems similar to what was uh, the, the driving power behind the howitzer you, uh, you lent to us. Says, yes, that... Howitzer was a creation uh, uh, a bit before my time. A remarkable weapon, isn't it? I must hear sometime the story of how it worked for you. I would like to hear more about this uh, strange modification you made. Uh, With some uh, research, and uh, perhaps we could figure out how to use some of these shards if we gather them up, although I think that's not our primary Goal in this particular moment. She looks at Mock poignantly. He, does, he 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 holds the glance for a second and then muses. Interesting to hear that uh, the Diva Mascari uh, live with live amongst their own lost and ancient technologies. For the dwarves have some alike, but it is very rare to find the to find technologies and techniques that have been lost to time. Seems rather normal for your society, it being as ancient as it is. Uh, I can... It's hard for me to see this as unusual, as it is all I know, but I suppose perhaps the the ever-changing seat of power in our empire, shifting from house to house over these centuries and millennia as it does, Probably, uh, definitely would lead to some more of that than a, uh, a different structure of government might otherwise. When a new house comes in power, there is usually a period of rewriting history and uh, and suppressing ideas and technologies <coughs> that uh, run counter to that particular house's philosophies. Fascinating. Mm. <clears throat> Mox scoops up a uh, you know a worthy looking piece and then takes a smaller one. Throws it at Justin's head, because I'm sure he'll want a piece too. <laughs> oh, fascinating! Yeah, he starts outlining it in his <laughs> book. Well, well, Quetty. Ah, off, off we go for not picking up on any danger. I'm looking towards Drusen. any sounds. Looking towards Drusen. Looking just then, Sam. danger. As uh, <laughs> who's continuing <laughs> the monitor? Rains down upon you. Oil veins watching now. Oil vein, you see a group of figures walking along that well-beaten path that Scrimcorn had identified from the far end of the cavern towards the, uh, just walking along this path now that there is. It's like, you know, when people walk along a rough path a bunch of times, it sort of creates a natural little packed road. That's what it is. That's what I was thinking of. Packed dirt. Uh, And they are walking through. You see what seems to be a a gaggle of Dwerdar. They are stout and uh, gray-skinned. Oi, oi, oi. Durgo. Gray lumps. Good to see him. How many? Getting a picture. Yeah. But the same stature as a dwarf. Big white beards over their uh, varying gray and purple skin. Uh, 
Yeah. That's what you see. We got about how far away about? A couple hundred? Well, it'll be like 400 feet on the opposite no. side as they're moving towards the uh, the big structure. Well, let, let's watch them. See how they get in. Hide. All right. Your eyes have all adjusted enough. Each of you can sort of see them now. Just yeah. dimly. With the dim light, there's... Yeah. The, the rules are quite different. And you see there are... Uh, uh, there's a group of... Looks like about ten Dwergar, all carrying uh, uh, various tools in their hands. You're seeing hammers and picks uh, as they walk forward. They're walking in, in like, they're walking in like a march, like a military uh, type of formation. Less. That's their first thought. Yeah. As Mox always got his yeah. uh, his eye turned towards it, but then he sees less military in those walking in front, and more more the march of um, more the march of. What's the word? I, what's the description like I'm going for? I want to say like prison workers, but I don't want to imply necessarily that they're prisoners, right? But that's sort of like they're 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 marching because they better not step out of line, but they're not um, sure. They don't look like military. It's 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 disciplined. Uh, uh, through fear. With a with an air of uh, with an air of sort of rule by fear. It's work. Yeah. It's work. And you see very shortly. Uh, you the work see, crew. Very shortly, why? As ten of these Dwergar with their tool are leading the way, and they're moving towards the uh, this the archway that leads into this uh, area. There is one standing behind the two columns of five uh, who is walking, and you can hear all the way back here his footsteps standing out from the rest as you hear chunk, 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 and then you see what looks strange at first, and you see that his arms are uh, are metallic with these big uh, with these big metal fists, and his feet too strike the ground like metal or stone against the packed dirt as he uh, uh, walks forward, just like sort of marching with the rest. Airdrop whispers, medicine check. Jim's on the big one. Is the rest of them not metal? Marcos, oi, oi, Bern, what's that on their bodies? Uh, sure. That's Baron, uh, what borrows a spyglass mm-hmm. and takes a peek and tries to see, uh, if this is a guy wearing something or is this a guy with metal arms or something. Biological? Mechanical? Academical? How's he made? Uh, what's he like? What's he like? He's tough. Thank you. Um, the... It appears that his limbs have been replaced with uh, these mechanical devices. It's hard to see how much they work here as he's just walking to a work site. Uh, But you've heard stories of the Dwergar in their their never-ending pursuit of power and war against the dwarves, of sometimes uh, using these strange sort of mechanical replacements to body parts. The host bodies do not last long with these uh, replacement appendages, but uh, the the rumors are that they are highly effective during the times uh, while they while they're bought until their bodies reject it. <clears throat> Bit of a different model, eh, eh Twita? <clears throat> <laughs> uh, yes, we've uh, we've uh, run into these in the past. They use their uh, their natural psionic abilities to control the machines on their arms and legs. Not a uh, direction we generally take our research as uh, as you would first have to augment the host with said psionic abilities, but since it comes naturally to many Dwergar, it does make sense for them. A very practical approach if you 
don't value the lives of your soldiers, which most societies do not. Uh, Maka, he says, uh, a pity. Hmm. Bringing up the rear are two more figures. One Dwergar who stands obviously just, uh, uh, oh no wait, not two more figures. Then you see what must be the guard contingent. It's obvious now the way they stand aside, the way they walk disciplined. Uh, uh, you're seeing, it's, it's not a military walk though. It's more like the walk of of mercenaries. There's yeah, a there's yeah. a bravado. There's a yeah. It's it's mercenaries, not soldiers, right? It, there's a there's a there's a there's a bravado and a and a sort of confident ease that they walk with. Like they're not here to uh, they're not here to go dig. They're just here to like sort of uh, shoot down the bats that come too close. Weak command structure. And uh, you're seeing. You're seeing four of these, uh, four of these guards. Each of them carrying, each of them carrying these uh, uh, shields and wearing chainmail. And there's one that is a leader amongst them, a fifth one. So the total guard contingent is the four shield bearers and uh, one Dwergar warlord. You've definitely encountered those before in your travels and uh, uh, and your service in the military. Definitely a leader. Probably someone who was originally served in the uh, uh, in the actual Dwergar army, now taking up uh, mercenary work. If uh, if it follows the patterns of the Dwergar that you are more familiar with on the Sword Coast, and finally behind all of them oh is a much larger figure, a giant of a creature, a large. Could it be? It must be a troll. Hmm. How tall is a troll? A creature you're not a bear too unfamiliar with. Uh, Are we funny trolls? Yeah, ice trolls. Killed Drust. Right. Yeah, that's right. Big, like really long, sharp claws. Uh, uh, hair that's matted into a dreads. Little green boils along its green body, and wearing a nothing but a loincloth, looking like that. A troll. A troll. A troll. A troll. A troll. It is pulling. It is pulling effortlessly a huge sled that is just filled to the brim with, uh, as you look at it, uh, give some perception checks to see what that sled is carrying. Let's look around. Let's look at that there sled. Yeah. Well, slimy. Does not beat my passive. Natural so. 20. 18. Plus I've got the spyglass back. 17. Fair. Give me those numbers real quick. 18 passive. 18 passive. All right. I'm at 21. Oh, sorry. Twenty-four plus a spyglass. Mock is absolutely certain of what he's no spyglass. Seen. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's it's obvious to Baron as well. Uh, oh, those are. Go ahead. This is all dim light, yes. Yes. Disadvantage on perception tracks. Oh, mm, it's one yeah, of the few mechanics it. involved with dim again. light. Oh, just Good call. 18. We have not used like light properly just in a long time. Yeah. If this is dim light, twenty-two. That's plus spyglass. <laughs> twenty-two with disadvantage. Oh Eighteen and a twenty. Wow. Oh my God. It was meant to be. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, was the second roll a twenty? Second roll was an eighteen. No. Oh. Uh, it is construction supplies through and through. You're seeing, uh, uh, you're seeing more tools. You're seeing what else would be in a big. Well, I was gonna say with supplies. that kind of roll, I would maybe like to have an idea of what I think they're trying to build. Absolutely. Yeah. So Mock takes a look at it and uh, and sees. 
and it seems to be a lot of uh, very mundane supplies. You know, there's uh, planks stone. of wood. Uh, there's cut stone piled up in in one area. You're seeing concrete. You're seeing? Do I see concrete? Like do not- any sort of mortar to like put the stones together? I mean, we have like wood for framing and scaffolding. We have stones for structure. Yes, I, you help me with what goes sure, into construction sure. because I don't know. It if, looks if you like can tell me what they're trying to build or an idea. It I, looks like they are likely uh, just trying to build up more scaffolding infrastructure. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, this you, is, it, it looks like this is basic. Mark says they're not doing any sort of finished work here. This is this is trying to expand or to uh, to grow higher or whatever they're trying to construct. They're in the process of 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 uh, the the core structural work. If I uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, heavy building materials will move slowly. Uh, that's good news, I think. Yeah, it would mean that they're not moved in yet if they're still building the basics. It also means that whatever they're building would come down easier if we need to dismantle. Noted. Uh, always thinking of the destructive nature. Well, we're not here for a teapot. We know what we're good at. Aye. your strengths. <clears throat> so, if I'm not wrong, one Dwergar warlord, four shield and chainmail guards, a troll with a sled, two mechanical wardens, and about a dozen workers. One uh, mechanical warden. Augmented. Uh, in a bear tree. Augmented. And I thought it was and ten workers. And ten workers. Thank you. Yeah, the warden is looking Shit. over the the mechanical guys, looking yeah. over the. The workers. And, uh, That's a big He's like that true. The mechanical guy with the replaced arm seems to be walking with the workers. Yeah. He's with the workers, and then separately there seems to be, I mean, together, but there was like then mercenaries with, with yeah. the warlord and the, the guards. Okay. And you still got your blood one, here, right? One warlord? Oh, yeah. Oh, one warlord? One warlord. And the crafted wagon. Um, and the wagon. G wagon. Shrimp's eyes. Wagon. What do you think, Mark? Um, he says, well. They've uh, they've clearly taken the <coughs> parade ground here. So uh, unless we plan to meet them in the field, which seems hasty, uh, they could show us where where how, how to scale the uh, scale the the column they columnade. May, they may <laughs> spread out a bit too once uh, they are where they want to be. Yeah, indeed. Unless they plan on going up, in which case perhaps we give them some time and follow at uh, at a distance. If we're gonna get close, that can keep us a little bit quieter. He says that if we go up after them, though, any quick exit, looking at the kind of portholes on this thing, any quick exit, floating back down, or uh, if we need to make a hasty dismount, because once we're in there, if we can't get out, it's fight. Ropes. We all get ropes with hooks on the end and. Long, long ropes. He looks long up ropes. at the column, he's like, I don't think we have that much rope. Is like, uh, much... Unless there's magical means, we get a paint some rope. We get a few hundred feet off the ground, and it's death. We have to to fall. Parachutes. Parachutes. What's that? Speak, speak of that. It's like a long membrane that you put on a frame, and then you hold on to it, and you like a kite. A what? A, a kite. A what? The dwarves. It's like uh, it's, a, it's a frame with a membrane. That doesn't make any made sense. Made by the gnome who made a lightning rod, if I recall. A what? Exactly. These all sound like tools of societies that live in a place with wind. <laughs> that, what? Yeah, a dwarf or never flag kind of the ground. 
Only in a few specific places. <laughs> but uh, these parachutes. What? Tell me more. Well, if you need to go down very quickly, it is a good way to do it without smushing yourself. Is it the Goliaths in the mountains, they, they use these parachutes. Occasionally. If you are doing a lot of climbing, it is good to have a way to fall without being smushed. He sits re- remembering the Goliath competition and how they climbed so high and then got smushed. Like, <laughs> no, no, that is a competition. That's for fun. It's like, ah, yes. Still, much to learn. Better job. Can you make some of these parachutes? They seem, they yes. seem promising. Oh, yes, want to be safe in recreation. I need about 12 yaks. How are we only hearing about this now? We traveled by balloon for months. What do you mean? <laughs> Why would you want to... Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Interesting. What do you need, Berja? What, what do you need to make these parachutes? Mm. Well, she, and she looks she looks each of you over. You take our shit? <laughs> no, no. Wait. She, she's gauging. She goes... Oh, right. Uh, about a yak per, probably. Maybe less for him. What's a yak? I have it's a yak per. If you get them just right, they. Well, uh, we lack we lack yak, bear job. We have but, a, uh, a yak lack. If you a lack yak sufficiency. Mm. Also, I don't know how to make them. <laughs> ah, fine. I never learned. So well, don't fall off in a pinch. Screw it. Any ideas on how we can? Perhaps escape the column and not die if we're halfway up and need to get down. Justin might have something. Does Justin have Featherfall? Burden is like, mm. I actually have his spell list. That seems like a thing you would have. Well, he, he would has... probably take this moment to pr- promote a lot of Brickstone use, I imagine, too. He has Fly. He has Fly. And you can cast it at a higher level and put it on a second person. Only two people. He though? can make someone believe they can fly using an illusion. That's <laughs> true. Hey, look. There you go. You're convinced that everything will be fine. <laughs> He just makes like a platform. Jump <laughs> onto this. It'll take you down. Hold ah, on the illusion far. of him casting fly on you. <laughs> you feel like maybe. Do you, you spend an action disbelieving his cast? Of course not. You're fine. It's the right temperature. It's every time before. It's just the right temperature and uh, He does not have. So he has fly. That's that's something. And bear jaw with a fly spell could carry could carry all of the rest of us. Probably. There we go. I would be the parachute. Yeah. Indeed. In a pinch, I, I mean, can turn into a like flying animal and carry aloft. one or two people. But Mock says, it'll have to do. Uh, let's watch him. Let's give him some time. Don't and fall. He, that is the Goliath way. He takes his nice, you know, few minutes and looks deep within the souls of these foes of his. Stares at their Let's asses. have all of their AC classes, please. Armor classes. Isn't it levels of fighter? Only if I want. Which, uh, which doesn't you get exist all the things? In any you monster stat thing. loss. I pick two things. How you pick many two levels things. of fighter does this cave bear have? Well, even the Dwergars, nothing in the monster in any of the materials is listed with levels of player classes. I will trade it's the I will trade the dumb stuff from the fighter class for cooler stuff in the in the other whatever in the account. <laughs> he disarms one of them. Is that better? <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. What even happens? Charms one. He's gonna get something that triggers when they're bloodied. You go. Sort of happens. All right. Falls out of his hand. And he goes. What just uh, happened? Mock. Is taking a look at them, peering into their very being. And as you watch them, the workers, which Mock can size up pretty quickly. Yeah. These are 
This is unskilled, uh, unskilled labor. Uh, now these guys, they're Dwergar, right. and uh, any Dwergar with a, with a hunk of metal in their hand is a dangerous thing to underestimate. But these are not trained fighters. These are uh, laborers. Uh, these are laborers. They're uh, they're carrying tools, but they band together, form a mob of sorts. Uh, could still be quite dangerous. Scrim grabs Mock and like You're is like Sam. shaking him while I heard that. While he while he's like assessing them and is saying, Will those workers rout? Will they to put will it, they flee? Oh, so you want to get AC, right? Yeah, AC. So uh the AC of the the AC of the workers is a thirteen. You, uh, the guards, two of them enter in to the inner chamber, and two of them stay on the outside, standing guard. They are, uh, they're, they're standing, you know, 10, 20 feet away from the archway entrance as they're sort of lounging. You see them chatting, but they are looking around, like they're doing their job. Sure. But they're, uh, but they're relaxed about it. Again, not, not the discipline of soldiers. These two, um, these two... Guards are carrying shields, wearing chain mail. They have got an armor class of 18. Each of them, uh, 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 each of them has a pair of javelins uh, uh, mounted on their back and carry large blades that you know the Dwergar call the king's knife. Mm. Oh, I, I'd like to know the story behind that. King's knife. King's knife is an amazing name. I'll get you one for yourself. There, You're staying, taking a while to size them all up? Yeah, because we want to know where they're, where they're doing. Are they going to stay yeah. on the parade ground and go up? Yeah, so this is an the, opportunity just to... The warlord keeps moving from inside outside. Talking with the others. It's slowly. He's not like pacing back and forth. But you see him occasionally. He goes inside. He comes back outside. He asks a question. Um, goes back in. Uh, you can probably hear a bit of their, their voices from back here. They are speaking um, dwarvish. Dwarves speak Dwarvish, don't they? They're undercommon. Primarily. Undercommon. They speak both. Um, I was wondering what their primary language is. Whenever they speak Dwarven, they do it like in a whiny, mocking voice. <laughs> but didn't we say they had a... a little bit they have a, it's, so, it's so cold now. They're speaking Dwarvish, but it's with a uh, it's with a, a dialect and an accent. It's like Spanish is, versus Catalan from Spain. It's even different than the Dwergar on the Sword yeah, Coast. Like they yeah. sound very different, and sometimes it's hard to even understand their yeah, understand their words. None of the slang hits. You can you can get the gist of it. That Dwarven warlord, that Dwergar warlord, is uh, carrying a shield and wearing plate mail, armor class twenty. Ooh, warlord, good to know. Ready. The party. Looks like we're going the long way. The uh, the troll itself uh, had pulled all the materials to the inside there, and then has trudged back outside and is walking back along the path with two of the workers. Mm. Um, and one of the uh, one of the guards from inside has peeled off and is going with them. So one guard, two workers, and the troll are headed back down the path again. The uh, the troll is armor class fifteen. He's got nothing but natural armor, but it is a tough hide. Oh yeah. Hmm. Let me respond once. No, no, no. I, I, I have yeah, a question yeah. I don't want to forget. I think so, it's all of them, right? Oh no, no, no. Uh, warden. There's the uh, the you mean the, the mechanical, mechanical yeah, I'm guy? I'm calling him the warden. But if you want a different, we're gonna call him the despot. Okay. Because cooler. That's what he's called in the book. Oh. And it'll keep it simple for me. Sure. Yeah, but uh, great. He 
and it's got this uh, these mechanical uh, augments. Uh, it's got an armor class twenty one. Damn. Mm. <clears throat> Some dangerous folk. I see uh, our options. Before I do that, you guys notice because this happens unconsciously for Mock. As he's watching these whatever, he kind of spends some time on each one, shifting between. But every time he focuses in on a new foe, he kind of like starts twitching a little bit, and then just kind of like itching a little bit, like scratching. Somehow, like the peering into the Dwergar is irritating something within Mach. Hmm. He, as he kind of peels away, he says, uh, <clears throat> "Well." It seems that we're safe from a distance, and we can study our foe as long as we like, but I know we have an appointment with the Hand of Veil on topside. So, right. if we're going to make a move, we either push past this crew, or we can follow this other, this other contingent back to where they might be. See if there are reinforcements there, or uh, perhaps an opportunity to ambush them and thin the herd before we take on the, the book. Or even bait the, bait the rest out when the party doesn't come back. They'll come looking for their lost companions and further hit, further thin the uh, contingent at the base. That sounds appealing. I'm concerned about. Oh, I want to. Do you have to say something? Go for it. A little, just a little bit of lore thing, but you should keep sure. your discussion. Yeah. Go, go, go ahead. Um. Uh, when we get into the scrap, I'm usually fine at keeping an enemy in place, but if there is. Hardened as some of those, like that uh, metal man. I won't be able to keep him where he's at if I can't get a grip on him. So, all right. I can help you with that. I can't lock down if I can't hit him. Yeah, yeah. So, if he's made of metal, can you use heat metal on him? <gasps> Ooh. Regrettably, they are generally quite resistant to magic. What have you done, Dan? Because this isn't Scrim's fault. <laughs> We've been so fortunate at the surplus of living living plant life around. Been focusing more on the green than the red. I don't have that prepared. Well, unfortunate. Unfortunate. Oil vein. Most in oil vein's time in Skullport dealing with Dwergar in addition to the other unsavory types of the uh, of the Underdark. Ulvain uh, traveled for a while with a companion who was obsessed with this short sword with a serrated edge and would tell Ulvain and anyone who would listen about the uh, uh, the likeness of a king that's cast on the pommel and uh, much longer than a knife it was called a king's knife and according to the stone guard tradition which he said he killed to acquire the knife of. Uh, a Dwergar soldier must carry his king's knife at all times and surrender it to the king on demand, and failure to do either is a grave dishonor. He would laugh about it as he would say, not, not holding it at all times now, are ya? <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Amazing. You said you'd get me one. <laughs> oh, I'm <at> sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna go I for insult it. over injury. I said Mach owes me a king's knife. <laughs> Damn straight. Uh, and now you now you know why he's so excited to do so. Um, the question I had, um, uh, metagame uh, logistics wise, there was um, a, an aura of no plant growth. 
How far does that extend, specifically in relation to that pathway those others are going down? Scrim wants to figure out if, while he can't help on the pillar, if he can seal up the direction that those guys are going with rough terrain, if there's plant life that way, he wants to know if he can do that. Uh, it would uh, be a reasonable assumption that the sort of aura of lack of growth would be similar on the other side of the cavern as it is here. You don't have to step very far back from where you guys are, kind of the end, you know, this this cavernous, not cavernous, this passageway, this tunnel uh, that empties out into this big cavern. There's plant growth behind you, just right. you know, okay. 20 feet back, there, like a little oh, bit, yeah. and then more and more as you go, you get becoming more and more It's natural. just maintenance for the tunnel, it's not like any so, buttons. Grim says, <clears throat> if we want to avoid having two workers, a guard, and a troll, I might be able to seal up that where they're going with some shrubs, but we'd have to do it before they come back. Mighty good thinking. Uh, Trolls are is, nasty business. Is there any path, Taita, to the other side without cu- cutting across the open commons? I do not know this area to that level of detail, unfortunately. Perhaps your idea is the best then. Because uh, in hope of pursuing and discovering what's on the other side of the of the uh, of the parade ground here, seems like we'll have to go through somebody, some soldiers. But perhaps sealing off would at least uh, thin the herd a bit. I must not worry about reinforcements. I know plans will stay indefinitely. It's going to be hard fight. They're uh, quite resistant to magic, so. Every one of them is going to take a wild drop. Mm. He says, but we can definitely draw them back into this cavern. Well, how wide is the cavern that we're in? The tunnel that we're in? The tunnel that you're in is uh, it's pretty pretty big. Um, 30 feet wide. That's great. He says, at least draw them into this tunnel where there's less room and their, their numbers will mean, won't mean won't mean as much. Between Betsy here, Berja and myself, we can... And one of your grenades, hmm? Mm. He looks at the ceiling and he says, uh, don't know the power of these might bring the place down upon us, but that in a pinch... the correct amount of precaution. <coughs> in a pinch, though, if there's no other way, you're right to think about drastic measures. Yes, but even with slugging up that cave with some plants, <clears throat> if we harass them and try to get them to come to us, then they would, tactically, wouldn't they surely wait until they have more, even if it's an hour? Uh, no. It would oh, call for reinforcements, surely. Uh, they, they may. This is not a, a siege I speak of. I'm talking about, they seem to have not but javelins, and those, those seem, seem very easily defeated by some of our, our ranged business. If we can harry them from afar, perhaps they would be forced to close distance, we'll draw them back into the cave, and... <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Might be able to give them better close combat here with some cover. I'll throw the cart up, create a bit of a pinch. Ah, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't see us defeating these numbers easily in the open field. It's, it's not a meal I'd want to eat all at once. They can flank us, surround us, yeah. all sorts of advantage. <laughs> but, the, but the the cave what, thirty feet wide. Uh, the, the so our cave is thirty feet wide. So we like yeah. put like. The, he's saying you put like the wagon that Betsy's got and Betsy, and that's twenty feet of it. Like we'd create more of a pinch of some sort. 
Um, so we, we have, have, to, we have to grade superiority. Like if we're gonna draw, yeah. if we're gonna attack. Yeah, I don't like either one. I just feel like, I feel like from meta game, just so, uh, tactically, thirty feet wide doesn't seem like we like. Yeah, but we're not like eight, eight workers the and the and the despot and the warlord and three guards. You know, Ooh, once we get inside. What do you mean inside? When you size them up, do you get? Is it just AC? I mean, I, I can get HP too. I can get one other thing. I can one other item. I can get strength, dex, HP. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's weird. I just, I just chose to ask for one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let me get I would a little love more. to have more interesting things instead of the things that I'm giving to my list. Yeah, those things you get are weird. They're kind of lame and highly mechanical. I, I, I it's a mechanical I, I, I didn't ask for two things because I didn't want you to go, to go through two long lists. Let me, as Mock is continuing to size these guys up, yes. as you're looking uh, down the thing. The, the workers are, the workers are workers. Yeah. Dangerous because of what we talked about. Sure, sure, sure. Where don't never underestimate a Dwergar, but they are... Not fighters. They're, they're, they're harder to kill than a troglodyte, but not much. Um, the guards themselves, uh, the four guards that you're seeing, are similarly. Um, these are these are not seasoned. Uh, these are not seasoned fighters. They've got some. They've got some training. They've got some gear. But uh, but these guys, a group of four of them. If that was all you were facing, cakewalk for your guys' abilities. Okay. Like you you can you can see that yeah. uh, they they're. They're presenting more of an air of confidence than they really like hold. He can just see the way that they hold their weapons, the way that they like stand with the weight, even the way that they're kind of shifting their weight in the armor makes it look like it's yeah. not something that they've learned to be like as comfortable as a more seasoned fighter. These guys, uh, these guys are not so, uh, these guys are not so tough. Okay. The uh, the warlord, uh, the warlord's another story. He's still a step below you guys. Yeah. Um, it would still be uh, any one of you could probably take this warlord uh, in a in a in a straight one on one fight, yeah. e uh, fairly easily. Although you it'd, it'd be a scrap. The despot, that's dangerous. Yeah, that guy. Uh, while he may or may not have the training necessary, he's got the physical augmentation to be a very dangerous foe. Gotcha. Um, and so that's sort of the spread of threat you're seeing. That's that's the helpful. troll is a troll, which is a, a, a dangerous creature. Troll. But you've uh, you've you've seen them. You know them. Yeah, Scrim has um, a good plan for maybe getting him out the combat. You've learned to so fight like, them before. So the stream thing will slow them down immensely. Right. Right. But if the guys inside are just waiting, for, like they they will eventually. Right. Anyway, so that's sort of the lay of the. Oh, that's uh, good. And Mark, we may have the opportunity we're waiting for right now. I mean, if the troll and two of the workers are separated, that's already an advantage. I would agree. And if uh, we just simply need a plan for the more dangerous threats, the despot, for example, is there any way we can we can uh, keep him out of the fight until we've been able to clean up the rest? I may be able to trick his mind to believe nary of us is an enemy. That's stressful. Stop asking stressful. I didn't hear yeah, what so you said. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Might be able to speak, speaker. I think, I, think, I think you were saying he, he could charm him, maybe. Maybe. I don't know my spellbook. Uh, he's got illusions. So, so, I, so I think we should keep in mind Dressen's ability to. Um, 
Yeah, I remember that one where uh, he has an illusion he can cast on someone and think it's really like, you know, there's bees. Bees on my yeah, head. Yeah, like, like his spells... Bees, bees. He has a wide variety of spells, bees on my head. but for for our for our approach of like using using someone's ab, an, an absentee PC's abilities, is I think he probably has a good shot of kind of just occupying someone for a while. Yeah, he might not be able to neutralize someone, but he might be able to cast a few of those. So actually, well. Banishment is a fourth level spell. He's got it. It can basically make the guy go away for a while, but if they have resistance to magic, it can be. Well, my, so D- D- yeah, with the saving DC throw 15. thing, that's a challenge. We might yeah, as well. Fifteen, and they have advantage on spell saving throws because they're Dwergar. Could lead with it. Yeah. Uh, could change the change the tides. Um, but all right. He has the wand, the security wand that gives him advantage on a saving throw to a spell, but he, I, but I don't know what he has it attuned to. I would, I imagine, imagine one of his illusions, gotcha. just for, just to know what his stuff is. I mean, I could put a fireball in the hole and see what it does in the all the people inside that tower. Soften them up a bit before we get in there. <laughs> a great. Wait, I mean, how far call. are we from that from that tower right now? If we want to use whatever structure is inside, that doesn't seem like the best course of action. It would light whatever it is on fire. That's definitely true. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, we and we don't know if is a mascara engineering fire resistant, or would, would do you say that's not a guarantee? Say that again. Is a mascara construction fire resistant in general, or would you say that's not a guarantee? Uh, as I mentioned, the, the, the lift was dismantled, so there is no Amaskari construction that we will be using to get up. We oh. will be hoping to use what the Dwergar have put in. Mm. If they have not installed, if they have not, uh, created something to fill the space, this will not be a quick journey up. No, I don't want to put any more stress on that shoddy shit than I need what's, to. What's your assessment of Dwergar craftsmanship? I, uh, well, I just... Simply put, we don't want to be stranded here while they go for reinforcements, as you said. Right. So, yeah, a uh, good, good word of caution. But perhaps there's seems plenty of plenty of room on the field for that uh, fireball to soften them up, as it were. Aye. Um... Simply need to. Or okay, put a big wall of fire around him or something. He says, uh. Do they not says, like fire? Or Mark says, perhaps soften up the numbers of the workers. The numbers of the workers the to be taken need to be by, the, by the blast. And then we can separate the stronger foes out individually. Sure. I like that. So I can head over. Bearjot, you may have to wrestle the one with metal arms. Not that you didn't want to in the first place. I believe I did call him initially. I heard that. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the scrim and oil, the how are we feeling on our plans? Are our plans feeling adequate? Do we have a, do we have a sense of what we're going to do? I go over there. Oh, you guys will need to initiate right when I plug the hole because they will hear me casting the spell, presumably. Yeah. Um, you so, just whisper it? Better will target the, uh, the workers... Berja will arm wrestle the, the, the metal arms, <laughs> oil and scrim, the mercenaries, and me, the warlord. Sounds good to me. Warlord, despot. Okay. Workers, yeah. He swings a leg over Betsy and releases ah! the hatch, or, or releases the latch. Betsy. Yes. All right. Is, yes. it, is her name Betsy? 
Don't. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's Betsy. Oh boy. Make sure you make a ruckus after I finish that spell well, because no, I don't think that will be a problem. Otherwise, they'll be coming towards me. I can make myself scarce, but I'd rather not use my magics. Disappearing into the stone. It's the Scrum and Bear Show. And I imagine we should get some of these names. You, yeah. Map. Yeah, I'm gonna need a lot of Dwergar. I'm gonna use Where are you engaging them? Um, so, Scrim is gonna lead it off with his his spell to. But I have to go around the cavern. He has to get all the way to the other side. It's 400 feet away. So, I'm gonna be using my stealth spell to go on the very outside of the cavern yep. and try and sneak over there. Which means, if they see me early, you need to. You need to get their attention, and I will book it over there and cast the plants as fit. So I got you. But um, as soon as I get over there, I'm going to cast it. It has a verbal component, so I will try. I don't know the rules for trying to cast a spell quietly. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so he'll try to cast it quietly, so they don't know at all. But that's another chance they're going to hear him. We got and you. basically, he just doesn't so, want all so of them to crumble. Other than scrim, then where are you guys engaging them? Uh, we are set up a map here. Yeah, we are going to engage them. Uh, yeah, I mean, where they where they stand. Basically, as he kicks that off, Baron's going to throw a fireball at the group of... And we're going to charge him. Gotcha. Would you remind me on general Dwergar spell resistance mechanics? I know they have... Is it resistant? Because we fought them a few times. Yeah. So it's... Generally, what we know about Dwergar is they are... They have advantage on spell saving throws? Uh, uh Yes. Uh, saving throws. No, no, no. Uh, well, yes, yes. What is, saving what throws is their against thing? Poison, just like you guys. Okay. Uh, spells and illusions. Spellusion. Any uh, damage resistance? Uh, not. Uh, or just uh, advantage on the saving throws? A poison. Poison, right. Poison. But uh, not other than poison, not as an overall race. Okay. Well, That's obviously, those, individuals. There's going to be individuals, sure. I just want to make sure I knew the general things, because. I knew I was fighting Dwergar, maybe, so I prepped the right spells. Fewer saving throw spells, more direct attack spells. So oh, that's cool. So I, oh my goodness! Yay! Circle, but yeah. So I assume oh. that Justin has attuned his advantage yeah. spell Good call, man. on and his one of his illusions. On one of his illusions. I would okay. assume if there's one spell that Justin focuses on, it's one of his illusions. Probably. And so he would have, uh, enemies would have disadvantage on oh, saving great. throws. Um, it would balance out, so you'd have a little bit better chance yeah. of dropping an illusion on a guy. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Um, as opposed to like banishment or something like that. Yeah. And also it's very Drusian style. So we can pick a guy and each round have Justin uh, try to get a... I mean, I, if, if unless you guys have... Uh, we can do a more creative thing, but I mean, when he yeah, at one point the, like uh, put a cage around the guy... Yeah, like that kind of thing just seems like exactly what we need. Yeah. And putting it on, for example, like the despot who like has really good AC but doesn't have advanced training, I'm thinking maybe he has not as good uh, mental abilities, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was imagining this was going to be an exposed platform that would go up, so I was hoping that lightning, there's enough, well, space, there's enough space to cast a uh, lightning strike in this cavern. But they're not outside. Don't worry about the big ones. Okay. So I was hoping uh, yeah, to use more that. Small ones. How many more mediums can I get you? I also did bring. I did change uh, my spells and so bring. You a bunch of dwarfs. Yeah. Uh, ice storm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I can do that inside. And it's also a saving throw, but we'll see. Ooh, I like the fat Dwergar. Is that is that the the metal arms guy? 
Yeah. Metal arms. Nice. Um, okay, Ice Storm does not need. Does not need a fancy. Does not need fancy space. So that's a good just do that thing. But I might just. It might be my best interest to pop. Woodland beings get those quicklings. Okay, okay. Who should be the warlord? Combined together, have six attacks yeah, per round. I, I mean, those quicklings are disgusting. They, they do not have any complicated stuff going for them. They can just avoid any danger because they have movement speed of 120 feet. Yeah. So I, I think there are a few options where the quicklings are the wrong decision. Yes. We're, we're fighting the tar pit yeah, monster. Number. Okay. Uh, Eric, could you get me a shield of mercenaries? Could you get me a couple one? quicklings? Uh, I always get quicklings. I love how the quicklings look exactly like I want them to be. Yeah, I got you. And we got we got different colors too. Ooh. Oh, uh, that's perfect. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. One, one purple, one yellow. I love you it. shut that door while you do this. Lothbound. Oh, these are a Lothbound goblin. It's perfect for the Ender. That guy will be good there. Yeah. Okay, got, got a lot of good door. minis. Yeah. Let's look at you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Sam's after right. the Negronis. <laughs> Just watch. Okay, so. Hands, look at him here. And Greg's like. <laughs> he was in the dark, like looking at me. He's like moving his hands, he's drawing his hands. Who doesn't love watching their friends in the dark? Uh, uh beautiful. Beautiful. I'm excited. Okay. I hope this stealth play works. This is where you guys are coming from. Yarp. Oh, he's heavy because he put the thing on. Yeah, Justin, they, they are really light. Justin really has a... Oh, yeah. This yeah, is like Scrimcorn? That's Scrimcorn. He needs to be painted, but I need to get a new mini. So, I'm, I need to do that. Working on Make that. it on uh, Hero Forge. Yeah, print it out. Pop it over. Let's yeah. Uh, I will... I want you to make one anyway, even if you don't want one. If you can, so that I can make the full set. If you could print two and have Finn paint one of them, I would like that. Okay. okay. Let's uh, like get going. Let's do it. Uh, Scrim's got some sneaky sneaky. So you guys are like basically staying back. Uh, while Scrim is sneaking around the perimeter of this big cavern to head on over to where the Dwegar were coming from, their thoroughfare, to uh, disrupt that route. Does this seem like uh, this is a pretty dangerous situation, guys? Seems pretty dangerous to me. Skulls on the board. Skulls on the board. Skulls on the board. Amazing. Just to remind us. Danger Skull! It's so. Danger Skull. Finn painted that too. Finn painted that. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Specific gift for me. It's the, um, it's the color of danger. How uh, far are we from the, like, 100-something? Well, so it's uh, 400 feet in diameter. So and that's like two, 100. So. 200 feet from the middle of there. This is about 100. Call it. This is where you're likely okay. to engage them. Okay. Well, you're two. Oh, I see. Because we were at the edge of a cave, and this is in the middle. It's 400 across, and that's in the yeah. middle. Yeah. So it takes we'll, the middle. We'll, 100, 150 so to get to the edge here. Great. Yeah. Scrim takes out. We almost actually hole. have enough space to represent that almost. Scrim takes out a handful of what seems to be inexplicably fresh moss from one of his pouches. He takes a big bite of it like it's a loaf of bread. Eats it and 
in a circle around him, you see a very thin layer of moss suddenly spread up from the ground. Magically, of course, his footsteps are silenced, and he very slowly, very quietly tries to creep on the very outer edge of this cavern from our side all the way around. Do you, do you go sneaky animal? Uh... No. Do you RP sneaky animal, even though mechanically will, you're not spending will, your shit? I will RP sneaky animal. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We gotta do that more often. Thank okay. you. There is a... There is a swampy coyote creeping across on the outside of this cavern. Uh, it's my understanding that the, that the tunnel that they went into, the other guys, was on the other... was just on the opposite side, right? It just needs to go all the way around, correct? Y yes. Okay. That's just to make it simple. So, you guys are trying to get from one side to the other, and he's going on the outside of the cavern all the way around. That's right. And, uh, and basically has the moss, uh, moss on the ground. Um, and this is a stealth check. Roll it. Uh, and he's got the guidance as well. Come on, baby! Oh! That's a three, but that is a three. Did you three. get advantage? It's a six. Uh, no, but it is. It's just a flat plus ten. It exactly. So it is a six plus a total of fifteen. That. Wow. On a twenty-one. Three? The coyote. I mean, it was a thing or two about a, a high. It's a high-level spell, so. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Why are you rolling? I'm rolling against him. Yeah. Do you want to use your advantage? No. Just saying. I was there's, a bullet. <laughs> there's a bullet in that pistol for one man. I want to. Is he in dim light? <laughs> uh, yes. Then wouldn't they have disadvantage? I was looking at the dark vision, because I know you see in dim light as though it's bright light, but I think only when it's within 60 feet of you. I was trying to look up how dwarf dark vision works, because I was like, how does mine work? Because that's what I need to know for me. So if they have disadvantage that So you can also... see in dim light within 60 feet of you as if it were bright light, and in darkness as if it were dim light. That's dwarf dark vision. Right. For players. Maybe monsters are different. Uh, the most dangerous part is when you have to cut closest to where these guards are as you snake around the side. I just... This is gonna be the. This is gonna be at the uh, at the closest point where their dark vision uh, is close to getting you. Hey, is that a half elf? That doesn't make any sense. Let me nothing. It's a coyote. I'm relying on the. It's crazy to think there's actually a half. They're like, that's... Oh, Sam's right. It's disadvantage because you're outside their range. Oh, still pretty damn good, though. Those are some high rolls. They're high rollers. 14. This is the... Uh, the Dwergar guards. One of the guards. The Dwergar guards. The lackadaisical mercenaries. Their uh, perception is wisdom. Is that right? I believe yeah. so. It's going to be a 14. By the skin of your six. And, uh, Scrimcorn. Look at this Roger going. <laughs> Up on two legs. <laughs> oh, God. At one point, Scrimcorn, uh, sees one of them pick up a rock and throw it straight towards Scrimcorn. And you see the other one look and he says, he says, that's all you got. And he picks up another rock, 
throws it, and it gets just a tad further than the other one. Like, within 50 feet of, like, clattering to the ground where Scrimcorn is carefully skulking around the sides. Walking around the half of the circumference of a 200-foot diameter circle is math that nobody knows how to do. It's impossible. Uh, no one can calculate that. Looking for the, the distance of the half circumference? I, I, I think oh. many of us actually do know how to calculate well, okay. I was making Gotcha. Sure. Alright, it's like, it's like <laughs> that's Sam. I think I may have done that Sam problem. Took the don't, don't talk the math tutor. I I, I he knows tutor it. children in geometry. Was, that's a problem that I've done that I've done not that long ago. It was too yeah. juicy to resist. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like, quit baiting me. <laughs> that uh it was successful. So uh <laughs> Scrimcorn sneaks all the way around the Side, getting to the other side. He does not hear anyone walking down the pathway quite yet. Good, because he wants plenty of distance because the uh, plant grow. So that is one use of Pathlet Trace has been used. Now he's going to use the Great Bambino. Oh, you actually have your little things to use. Of course, when it's uneven, yeah, they don't have big. Yeah, well, it's off here. It's this direction. Um. Uh. So he is going to cast uh this spell. Now he still has this the quiet the stealth spell going. Yeah. Um. Because this other one is just a, a one off, so he can just do that. Uh, the other one is just concentration. So um, he casts using one action, choose a point within range. It's all normal plants within a hundred foot radius. Throw that growth become thick and overgrown. The creature moving through there must spend four feet of movement for every one foot it moves. So this is his super rough terrain that he's done before. And, um, yeah, he's basically going to try to get maximum, so the edge of it will be right at the opening of this. So, um, yeah, how, uh, I'd love to try to do that as quietly as possible. What are the components of this belt? Um, I think... Verbal, Samak. Oh, just verbal stuff. Yeah, so I did check. It is verbal. So you got to say something. So there is some verbal stuff there, but I've never seen... I have no idea how to... You say do something. A, do a stealth check. on, Like, to do it... Yeah, no. Quietly, but I don't know, you say something. It's a disadvantage. He says, uh... Morden, grow my weeds. That's... What? <laughs> That's... I mean, I'm not... Baron's not around. I if even, he says that, even privately to himself... Your weeds? You know, I'm divine. I can, I can worship more. What if Sprint converts to more? Alright, okay. so... Separate conversation. So, uh, yeah, so how does this work? You were trying to be quiet. But I have to make some noise. So, roll a stealth check for, uh, uh, for having to make noise to cast this spell. To whisper. Can't. To whisper check. He, I don't think he can, uh, with, with the other stuff he's got going on, he cannot do, I don't think he can bring in concentrate, or, uh, guidance to this, so no slug. But I will have the plus, who's a what's it? So that is. I don't like no slug. What is it with that die, Whoa. man? Put that in jail. Oh, man. Oh, you're not dying. Can you print out a die jail? Consider all yeah. red. I don't know what happened. Um, uh, so that is, uh, 18. Use that, uh... Oh! oh natural one. Oh. You hear... <laughs> Someone sneezes right Why are you being so loud all of a sudden? Right as... 
Right as Scrimcorn begins casting, what does it sound like when Scrimcorn is casting? Um, when uh, you guys have heard him cast spells, it is uh, he. It's him saying things in Druidic, and it comes out as kind of witchy voodoo incantations. Like what? Give us a sample. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna need more of that on all of the spells. Uh, right as Scrimcoin begins doing this, you hear a "the fuck you say" and a clang as uh, the shield bashes into the chainmail of one of the other Dwarf guards. It says, "I'm telling you," and it just like trails off into muttering, arguing, and and he says, "Covers up and uh, and then they, the warlord steps out for a moment and he says, "Stop arguing and pay attention." And then they stand up nervously and like more out of tension or their version of out of tension and they the fake warlord being walks back inside. Amazing. You, you. Uh, will not waste any time. He's gonna start heading back. Oh my gosh. Still stealthy. How long does the terrain last? The terrain is permanent. Oh, that's just permanently and that's it's, just it's now. Now it's just non-magical plant growth. Okay. It's just like effectively. Get out your weed whacker. It's chore time. time. It could be removed through magical means mm-hmm. or just through like fire and shit, but um, people don't see it. Or it could be tended. Carry lawnmowers. Nurtured. Or it could be tended. So he's going to start heading back. Because um, he can't. He would love to signal the other side of the cave and say no. I mean, but, once we see you coming back, I think if you're being stealthy, that idea. could be hard to see you. We're, we'll wait till he makes himself known to us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Scream starts heading back. Um, and uh, Red Die, prove yourself. Uh, I believe now, since he's not casting a spell, I can do that. Um, uh, stealth check to come back. Oh no no, you're good. You've done enough stealth checks. Mm-hmm. Enough of the Scream show. Uh, Scream's <laughs> headed back around, and you all can see. I mean, you can only see because you know exactly what it looks like when he's uh, using us as he's passing without trace. Why is there moss on the ground? That's so you get all the way back. So he says, <clears throat> well, is that what you, you're getting all the way back? He's going to come all the way back. No, okay. uh, not going to call him audible. We should go. No. Scrim says, <clears throat> the, other, the other tunnel, it'll take them a long time to get through, but not forever. Strike now. Is it just rough terrain? It's super rough terrain. It's uh, oh, it's like double double, okay. and it's and it's a hundred foot radius. Gotcha. Want to get advantage on it? So that? it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh oh. You hear a commotion from yes. the opposite side of the cavern. Oh. You hear? I mean, it's hard. It's four hundred feet away, so you can barely hear. But you hear in the distance. Someone has clearly seen the new growth. Baron looks him up and says, "I think we go now." Ah. <laughs> uh, he looks to the the to screw in oil, gives him a nod, and he looks to you and gives you a nod. Let's go. If you don't charge now, they're gonna get more through that moss. Let's go. That's right. We go. Let's go. So what do you do? We roll initiative. I was I would think. No. What do you do? Okay. I think we charge. Oh, I tell you when you roll initiative. You tell you're me what your characters are. First. We charge. What? You're on the bullet first. You're in of the course. Lead. So you're running. So, so are you going ahead? Are you right going twice as fast as everyone else? Because you're on the bullet. Like, uh, what does this look the like? The bullet is not twice as fast as Bearjaw. It is equally fast as Bearjaw. We're gonna I be said like... as everyone else, and Bearjaw is almost twice as fast as everyone else. <laughs> That's true, but not <laughs> That's hurtful. So yeah. what? That's how are you guys approaching this? Uh, we have a plan. We know our targets. 
we we move to attack them. So you're moving forward at uh, staggered numbers. Ah. Uh, Say staggered. We all move you to attack. And Bearjaw are faster than the others, and it's you have like distance Belgar, to cover. Yeah, we all yell charge, there. and we never get there. The so are you all charging time. at your speed, which means the slower people are going I'll to be? I'll speak myself. I move at my speed and attack them on the blue. So you're moving as fast as possible. My target. My you're, target. Yes. All right. Did charging all. as fast as possible. Then let's roll initiative at Who this is? distance, so you catch them well off guard. Okay. Can one of you write down the initiative results and give them to me? Sure. We don't I have a spare card. Other dwarves? Kevin. Uh, Where are you? Uh, Over here. I was playing with you. Oh. It's fun to play with. <laughs> that is fair. It's a nice mini. I, I really like my bear. It's, it's really amazing. It fits him very well. I are think you going to do the same the thing metal... for your big mini? Huh? Are you going to do the same thing for your big mini? Same pose? Same uh, sure. I thought we could do a big one of those. Give it to us already. We've been asking for literally months. Okay. In case it wasn't clear, everybody, we want your Hero Forge links. You don't even have to pay money. Just give us a damn link. I will. I will I see want. if I can go find. I'm gonna do a that. new one. It's been a bit. So they did make it. Out. It's awesome. They made it now that you can you can reload the 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 one that you purchased, even if you didn't save it. Mm, Before, okay. if you didn't save it, but you purchased it, it was like you couldn't. You couldn't load it back into the customizer. Yeah. Now you can, which is awesome. Put a can, staff on Can Taita participate in this? Uh, Being that she is a laser wizard? Uh, she or does. whatever she did? I don't she, know. I thought she did some stuff. She I, said I, that I'm figuring my shit out. I'm well, not going to be that useful. Fi- maybe I'm she'll stay figure in the back. out yeah, she, She's uh, certainly here. As you mentioned last week, okay, when outside there. of the experimentation center, the the, uh, her the, the powers of her uh, of her form and, are great. And we need Aurora. Aurora will be able to with Mach. Okay. Oh, roll initiative, Brown really? Yeah. Oh, let's get the bullet in there. Laser yeah. wizard is definitely a wood type, isn't it? All right. She's a lazy wizard? No. Lazy wizard. Lazy oh, wizard. Oh, nice. She never rolls that Oh, well. fuck We should that. 3D print uh, a saddle, a saddle really, that you can put your guy on. We should definitely do that's that. That's really frustrating. All right. All right. Um, so, yes. everyone, roll yeah. initiative as you, as, uh, so here's what this looks like. Mock. With, uh, or riding the bullet with uh, with Aurora sitting behind him as she's uh, she's holding on with one arm but shatter spike drawn, uh, or like head shaver like box got a lance. There's many pole arms to be had. What does she? Whatever prefer? she prefers. She prefers the weapon she's practiced with overall. Then that's what she'll have. Uh, she's not proficient in a glaive yet, although no. Mox working on that. There are lessons. Uh, so, Mock charging forward on Betsy the Boulette. Yeah. Bearjaw keeping pace with them, uh, keeping pace with them easily. Uh, a few steps behind them is Scrim and uh, Scrim, Oilvane, and Taita, who are all uh, charging forward. And then Bairn and Drustin bringing up the rear a few, uh, uh, a few paces behind the... Uh, the Sweet. taller, the taller folk. That's a pretty intimidating uh, charge, by the way. Just, just oh yeah, point that out there. I get the dinos. Also, uh, not, when also I point at you, tell me your initiative. Mock. fifteen. Bearjaw, seven. <gasps> Oil vein, seventeen. Scrimcorn, twenty. Whatever you got for me, Greg. Well, I got a million guys, so... Uh, How do you want to do it? Guys? Well, I want to do it in the tool I'm using, so I'm just going to click roll, and I'm going to need to get all those numbers again from you. 
So okay. I, this is a new tool. Let's see how it works. How do I actually? Oh, start so I'm going to give you my numbers. You're going to stick them in there, and then you're going to tell stuff to Dan. Probably. Oh, look, it tells. Oh, cool. I get to input your guys' numbers. Perfect. And then so, and sorry, Baron. You want the card? If someone, I want someone to read it to me. Baron is ten. What I want. Ten. Bear jaw. Seven. Uh, Drewston. Uh, he's not on here. Oh, right, of course. Drewston's not in there. He's being brackets. Uh, we'll put him at 99. Oh, wait, it's the opposite. One. Zero. Uh, Mock. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, oil vein. Seventeen. And then it's Grim Corn. Twenty! Okay, so let's try this out. Okay, so, uh, you've got the troll. Troll! Got the cave troll. troll. Their link. There we go. Uh, troll, then Scrimcorn, Oil Vein. Scrim, Oil. Warlord. Mock. Workers. Why am I Mac? Guards. Macac. Guards. Gads. Gads. Baron. Bear. Bear. Bearjaw. Berger. Berger. Despot. Despot? Jesus. That's the guy with the big arms. That's the one I want. Me. He's last after me. Nice. Justin. Aurora. Mac Oilers. Justin and. Tita. It's Tita. Tita's here. Tita's here. She's she's here. Let's have her her here. Maybe she can help us with. Despot. I, mean, I did get the pronunciation right. I actually wasn't sure. I'm never sure if that was despot or despot. I think Mark's gonna stay where he's at. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fix your name so you know. Yeah. I think. Oh. Oh. Zero to one. Oh. Zero to one. One. Um. Warbird. Zero to one. Greg naming them. Just too early. Um. So you gonna say where you are? Yeah. Oh yeah. For you. Yeah. Is anyone doing swabby, anything? Swabby. I mean, I can get. It's gonna wait. Need to. You swap with you, right? Affect some. Yeah, else. I can swap with one person. I don't think. I just want to beat the warlord. No, I'm, I'm gonna uh, stay right around. I'm gonna stay right now. Would you like to go earlier? No, no, no. I, like I want to stay here. Warlord? I want the warlord to move first. Okay. Yeah, that portable battery. You can, go, the other you can day. take my, my spot. The battery's just okay. draining. By like five percent. Yeah. Yeah, we got some. Yeah. Where's the battery cable? Wait. And the cable. Wait. You, you used it for fence. Didn't you plug it in up there? And it was not plugged in, so that means it was removed. The answer is. The answer is I don't. Okay. So we have this. Sorry. Use the other one. I literally just bought one because I figured, you know, I should have one of those. But I didn't bring it here. The copies. Yeah. I'm going to use the Try this. Thank you. It's a little broken, but as long as it gives me juice, I don't care about anything else. It's working. Sweet. Thanks, sir. Okay. (laughs) Alright. So, the troll is unseen. The unseen troll. Unseen troll. Okay. Moving on, Scrim. 
Um, I guess that's you then. Yeah. Scrim. Scrim is going to uh, summon. Um, it's in the Underdark. We've always been using the uh, quicklings because I think the other ones were like fairy. Is this the one where you get to pick, or where Greg gets to pick? It's where Greg gets to pick, but um, the only two options for this challenge reading are... Uh, the Blink Dogs or the Quicklings? No, no, the Blink Dogs is when there's four of them. This is where there's only two, and, it, and it's like this or Dryads. Oh, okay. Or something. So, uh, I can look that up, Greg. Do you want me to... Uh, wh what are the options? Um... I'm I'm getting it right now. It's it's uh, quicklings or something that traditionally is that we we have not used. So I'm getting it right now. Um, Wait, so, I get to choose when it's quicklings. Yes, I've never picked quicklings, but you've summoned quicklings so many times. Uh, or is well, this not that one where he gets no, to pick? No, it is. It's okay, Greg. It's uh, quicklings or dryads. I think you have to quicklings. Maybe I have, because dry ash didn't make sense in the Underdark. Yeah. Yeah, quicklings, go for uh, it. Oh, though there's a, uh, we have a new book. We have supplemental materials. Oh, man, we can't deal with that. Oh, no, and, no. I, and I can't access them. Oh. <laughs> but maybe next time, because they're screaming Whoa. devilkin. Mm. Um, that sounds so appropriate. That does. But uh, a bunch of screaming devilkin, that sounds so annoying. That sounds like a daycare. So... Uh, that comes in. Sorry, I don't know how like how far off, and I've got dressing stuff here, which is fucking me up. Okay, so Scrim uh, runs forward. Uh, uh, Shall I move you a number of squares? Yeah. Three. How? What are the squares? Squares are squares, I believe. Oh, there's yeah, five squares. Yes. Um, okay, and we then. are where we are. He is going to move uh, thirty feet forward. So Can you do that for me? just straight forward. Uh, yeah. And he's going to be turning One, into uh, copies, two, and he's three, going to be four, bringing these guys five, in within six. This seems good to you. You're within 60 feet. Yep, there you are. So, and is the ground, does this change anything? Anything uh, up here? No, it's just a, sort of a decorative um, uh, decorative approach to Causeway. it. Causeway. Are these some... statues, do they actually provide cover at all? Or that's just decorative? I can add features if you'd like. Um, they uh, they do they can provide uh, small cover. Okay. They are destroyed. They were statues that looked like uh, they were once Deepa Mascari construction, but okay. uh, they've been either... Dismantled or, or eroded or perhaps. Uh, I could put you on the other side of this. That would give you some cover depending on the angle. I'm gonna put you there. Uh, as, as far as you need to be large size, so uh, I think a bunch of those is gonna be too too much distracting. Okay. It's a uh, lot we'll of miniatures on the board. It is a lot of miniatures. Oh, yeah, guys, how on. sweet those statues. What oh, they were, if they were actually statues, we have pillars. Fucking sweet. Let's yeah. point that out. Do awesome. have pillars. Dan will get the pillars. I'll get the pillars. Um, but I'll fit, wrap this up so we can play. I feel good. Um, right. So Scrim, as he's dashing forward, uh, takes out um, takes out a rat tail and breaks it, mm -hmm. uh, and back and back out of the darkness over here, two quicklings come up and start chittering and chattering and taking out their delicious little daggers. And what does he instruct them to do? Scrim says, Fight each other. In druidic. So no one can understand, <laughs> including these guys. Except for Skycaller. Um, except for Skycaller. Yeah. call you a punk. Um, uh, to instruct them, uh, <clears throat> it moves a quick. Fill the, <clears throat> fill the mercenaries with daggers. And then help mock. And, uh, and uh, then when he finishes saying that, he starts coughing and sputtering and crawls on and falls down on the ground and forms into four copies. End of turn. So that's a spell. 
Bonus action and movement. Done. Well done. Delicious. Oil. Oil vein. Oil. So they know. Oh, right, yeah, right when that uh, happens, one of the Dwargar uh, yells out in, in, in this Dwarven uh, Dwargar dialect, uh, just shouts out, Attack! We're under attack! It's an ambush! So and you hear immediately a ding, 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 like a bell ringing from inside. I don't like bells. That's got an echo. Is the this could be like slay the spire. So this path just goes further down. Yeah, it's just a decorative. No, path. that's it. Like the path goes to where you see the path. And, and these stops. are statues. They give you some cover. They're busted, broken, broken, broken bullets. statues. Broken statues. Okay. And it doesn't open. It doesn't open up. What do you mean it's it doesn't just, open up? Just the this is just regular ground, too. It's just a different color. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the just, black is walls. all just ground. Gotcha. Yeah, except for this, which is walls. Okay. Mm, yeah. Uh, the pillars? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I mean, if we had more pillars, it's, or if we had more... Uh, the stone ones? ones? Okay, I'll get those. Because they're construction. Okay, they're construction. Not, not that. The broken ones are idea. run behind that pillar. Let's see. So, you what's your move? Actually, uh, I have... You can move six spots. One, two, three, four, five, six. You're gonna not get to there. Uh, let's see. I'll go on you actually behind the instead. One, two, three. And then one more. Over. Four. Yeah. You like that? Okay. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna cast shatter. Money. Shatter. Just a little bit of shatter. A small shatter. All right. What does this look like? What does it sound like? What does it smell like? Uh, what does everyone else see here? Loud, loud. Oil vein, uh, he, uh, I see him do his usual. He's casting with his shadow blood arm. And you see it start to, uh, ripple and kind of undulate a little bit. And in the distance, there's this white, this, like, tiny, like, moat of light that starts appearing around. I uh, like, in between those two guys. And you hear that, exactly, that high-pitched sound that starts... Getting lower, 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 and it like a until it oscillates into a much, much lower, heavy rumbling sound, and then you in this silence, and you just hear a, a loud, loud, crack, low rumbling bang. All right, and uh, where who are you targeting? Uh, these two guys right here. Gotcha. Okay, what's the deal? So let's see, uh, they have to do a constitution check. Okay. So it's a saving throw? Yeah. Okay. Here's, uh, for the one closer to me, is gonna be a 19, 19 yeah, easily very high. We're talking about the, uh, these are the stone guards. There we go, constitution. Yeah, so we got a 21. The other one gets a, 18. wow, that's a good roll. The other one gets, a, a, yeah, an 18. All right. Meaning a 20. So it's going to be 20 damage total, so that's 10 damage uh, for the faces. Okay, so 10 damage, uh, uh, 10 damage to both of these guys, that's stone guard 1 and 2. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it it shatters their natural uh, their natural Dwergar resistance, causes them to stand strong in the face of this. You can see it like the bits of their chainmail get like torn from the shatter, but they stand there with these scowls on their face, 
weapons drawn. Like they're just they're they're like getting ready to charge forward, but they are uh, uh, you're just faster right now. Oh, that's my turn. Alrighty. Next up is the Dwergar Warlord. And so he will. Hmm. As indicated by the red cloak, is that him? Uh, yeah, I got you. Top to the bottom. Yeah, 15. the red cloak. Okay. Um, 20. Where'd uh, 13. Good. 18. And this is 20, 21. Yeah, that one I remember. That's the shag nasty. Sorry. Uh, the Dwergar Warlord disvanishes from sight. They can go invisible. Yeah. Oh yeah. They do. They do. They do racially. Uh, so the Dwergar Warlord just turns around, sees you all, disappears. As you approach, you can see through the archway into this uh, into this huge structure inside. You see wood and stone and tools strewn about. There's definitely just active construction happening in here. And you see a big rope coming down from, oh, so in the middle of this spire uh, inside, it's a big hollow structure, as you might have guessed. The walls are uh, varying five to 10 feet thick. Um, and in the center of it is another spire of smooth stone that goes up with some irregular bits, and then you can see just barely because you can't really see you can't really see fully inside. So you just see a spire coming up from the inside, and there's an inlet into that spire where there is a platform with a rope that uh, uh, that just goes up out of sight. Hmm. It appears that some sort of lift has been installed in this place. So the warlord um, disappears? The warlord disappears, and that is it. Mock. Mock is up. So let's see if we can get... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Perfect. Uh, Mock charges forward. The roar on his back. Getting within range. Reach range, of course. Uh, <clears throat> smacked Betsy on the uh, armored forehead a couple times, spurring her into action. Uh, trying to be a little better about the mechanics of mounted combat. He is using uh-huh. the mount. There's two ways to use a mount. One is controlled, one, un- one is uncontrolled. In a controlled fashion, they can only do three things. Dash, dodge, or disengage. And like, well, those are the only actions that the mount can take. Right. I just basically use the mount's mobility. We can go into the other one later. It's crazier. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Moves forward and is going to uh, attack twice. Snick, snack. Snick, snack. It's a mock attack. Uh, still going with the devil iron chain wrapped gauntlet. Yes. Of course. Oh, uh, yeah. oh man. And that lance. Does that mean you have the double lance? <sighs> when mounted. Please use lances. Yeah. I swallow uh, your soul. So that's going to be a, a low of <laughs> an, a low of twenty. Mm. So I should get both of those. Oh, I see a low of twenty. Yeah, yeah you get them both. As he comes in, stabbing out twice, 
with the sizzling sound of metal on devil iron. Cursed devil iron. Um, Does it drop any to zero because their souls go to hell? Their souls go to hell. One can only hope. Uh, so that's going to be... So safe. Uh, the first one will be uh, 12 damage. And the second one will be 16 Ooh. damage. Uh, 16, so how much? 12 and 16. And this is both against one target. One target? Yeah. Two attacks, a guard. 12 and... least struck. 16? Uh Uh-huh. He's hurt. He's bloodied, as it says in the, uh... look at that. So if you guys open the player view, you do get to see, uh... You see the live updates of the, uh... One's hurt and one bloodied. I linked it in Slack at the beginning of Kong. Good job there, Mark. Dabbed him. Real good. Dabbed him. Wait, Jack of Strike! Oh my god, I was waiting. Amazing. I do Jack of Strike with Finn now. (laughs) Jack of Strike is when I do this and just do a quick, like, knuckle tap. (laughs) And I I did it one day, and then, like, two weeks later, I forgot about it, and I was just, like, attacking him or something, and I, like, got him like that, and he said, Jackal Strike! Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, you're totally right. Then he he drops the lance. Mm. And pulls out. So you use the devil iron lance wrapped yeah. with the devil iron chain. Yeah. Roll a constitution saving throw. Beautiful. Uh, it's a two. Plus <laughs> five. You need a twelve. Seven. Seven. Alright. Then instead, take 2d6 fire damage. Good. Which is gonna be... Ooh, oh, that's a big roll on yeah. 2d6. Ten fire damage. Okay. As the uh, ah, the chain like it 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 buffets the heat, but like it's still there. I like it like it like visibly arcs out of the weapon and just kind of like flares. Yeah, yeah. Angry at being kind of like used or wielded, and with that like Bacchus, and and uh, it it, fa- it falls from his from his grasp as he shakes it, stinging a little bit. But then he pulls out the step of striking. <gasps> The well, give us that. That's that's a mechanical name. Nobody calls it that. What is what well, is no it? No one calls it anything. It's the other. Well, what the, does what would mock mock call it? calls it nothing. This is a weird weapon that that Drusen pulled off of a dead elephant, and mock thought was like a magical sorcerer's staff uh, for about weeks. So my point was, it's the mind flayer staff for people that don't know what you're talking. About. Oh that's yeah, yeah. Feel free to introduce. Scrim sees it in his internal dialogue. Says mock is drawn. Bitchmaker. <laughs> uh, and uh, again, light and easily wielded. He again, riding. He was able to wield the lance with one hand. Amazing. Gl- head shape was a little too a little too awkward for for being on a stride of mount. But like this this flexible kind of wooden light thing. Like it's, it's a quarter staff mechanically, with, right? Yeah, with perfect balance. Was one of the things that struck. Just he he pulls it out with a twirl. And grabs it up, waiting for the for the the reply of the of the guards. Amazing. Done. All right. Get ready. Get ready. Here's the reply. We've heard your grievances, and we issue the current uh, response. The workers inside. You hear the noise of the workers, like the the hammers, the saws, the like the sliding of stone. Uh, you hear it all. Just stop. As uh, those of you that can everything. see in, it's kind of hard to see because there's a bunch of stuff, but you can see each of the workers turn and grow in size oh. as each of them enlarges uh, and starts moving towards you. 
So one, two, three, four, five. Bunch of union boys. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna get something to make it so we can make them. What are you guys crossing the picket line? You guys try to get back to work, you dogs. A bunch of scabs. So we're gonna run them as mobs. So we're just gonna make sure we just keep them grouped. But they're uh, running the union as a mob. Don't worry, they're gonna take a break soon. But they are large. <laughs> uh, seriously. Gonna, ding ding. Uh, they're just like, Thirty minutes. Yeah. This, them's union rules. Growing large. I don't large, my for nothing. Do. All right. Oh, now it is the stone guards. I didn't realize uh, that. So the stone guards are up next, um, and they draw their king's knives. I want one. Oh, so as Mock sliced this one up, he just cut open his uh, chainmail, just like. That snick snack, like, just like two slices, and the chainmail has fallen what off of him. Fiery. Like he just he just cut he off the, right, the correct two spots, and it fell down, and and Dwergar blood is just pouring out of the wounds from underneath. Well, and there's also like a searing, like this lance is just imbued with fire. It just like cauterizes the wounds, and just like blood and boil and like he melted metal vanishes. Okay, uh, uh, the injured one. Good. Uh, vanishes. It's weird that when they die, they just they just poof. they're just gone. It's ideal. They're Jedi. The other one, uh, uh, the other one grows large and falls back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it if awesome. you could make them look. Yeah, I need to get, um, I, I have these things that I think I can use. That oh, the circles that out. go? The circles that will go, yeah. The circles. So, uh, next up is... Guard? Bears. And this other guard inside also grows large. So they're all growing large uh, in response. Like, it's like, there, however many Dwergar there were, they now all occupy, like, each of them four times the volume. It's just a lot, a lot more meat in this, uh, in this place. Uh, it is Baron next. Baron, Baron next. Mm. Okay, let's see. Getting a little crowded in that tunnel there. Time to dislodge. Hmm. Baron. Let's like see. Like big old fireball. <laughs> they are so clumped like, beautifully. Yeah, yeah, like one. I can cut this. Is this is this anything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I, I don't think there's any obstacle there. Yeah, I think he said it was one, just all ground. One, two, so. three, four. Five, I guess. If they have to shoot through an enemy, it's rough terrain. I mean, it's a allies. All right, you get you get cover. I won't. I won't be there for long. Yeah, I know, but I want to be. You can't ready on her move. She's after you. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's okay. It's five. That's what it is. Um, let's see here. Uh, Baron, looking in there, can he see delicate-looking machinery where all those guys are standing? Uh, we're all <laughs> so this in the lift. tower. Well, what can he the, see in there? The lift. The lift is right there. Yes, the lift okay. is here. What about in front of the lift, like over here? Any? Is this anything? You're like in this area. There's like um, uh, there's scaffolding. There's wooden scaffolding uh, all up here cool. and here. Mixture. It's, it's a construction site. Only a little bit of wood. It's like wood and stone and various bits. So yeah, it looks fragile, but the lift. Is this? Do not break that. Gotcha. Don't okay. Good enough. Is the spirit of your question? Are you looking to not break something that's important to Basically, you, or you do there, want to break something that's? I'm there. looking for something we don't want to break. Things important. So I'm just okay. like, Then it's this. That's the important. At a glance, nothing else in there looks like it matters for your guys' mission. 
Right. Like you just take a quick like look, your dwarven instincts of like the the sort of utility and the uh, the, the utility and the importance of these things, and you're like, be careful around here because it looks like it's not like a long-term lift. It looks like it's something that's like put in during construction. Yeah, right. Um, but everything else, who gives a shit? It's probably all just like supplemental. Who even gives a shit right. though? Uh, so I can go 150. So I don't. So that is. Have those things. What do you need, man? Five and 30, right? Yeah, okay. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Okay, so I can get anywhere in there. That's fine. Here's what we're going to do. For the, for, the, for the mobs, we'll just keep them in sort of a diamond pattern. Mm-hmm. Make, them be, make them essentially occupy yeah. a 3 by 3 area. They're all enlarged, but maybe they're a, a little bit smaller than I mean, the others. I can get you a, a bunch of large guys. Yeah. And, the and then the let's get a couple of large guys for the more for the individuals because okay. we just we just need it. Twenty foot radius is a 5, 10, 15, 20. That's a four we'll by use four. This for the warlord, right? No, this is for the metal guy. Oh, we have that. Already. Twenty foot radius is a four by four, right? Twenty cool. foot radius is a uh, no. That'd be an Eight by eight. Yeah, yeah, eight by eight. Sorry, I was going yeah. Yeah, four that way and four that way. Yeah, eight by eight. That makes more sense to say that because that's silly. Okay, so yeah, and you pick uh, a corner. Start. Yes. Uh, so one, two, three, four. So like fireball centered right there. Go four squares. Goes about as far as there. That seemed like that would burn up the lift, or does that seem too close? That seems like if you aim it perfectly, you should be good. Great. Fireball right there. Awesome. You said the <laughs> Oh. Oh my god. Beer. One of them's red. The fire spreads around corners. It ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. That aren't being worn or carried. Yeah, so. And they were wearing the lift at the time. Yeah, so this is just get a corner. Somewhat like a push up. That is like part. that line. Hey, you boys, stop wearing that That's how they make themselves look bigger. They wear lips. One, That's right. two, three, four. <laughs> that line. Is See, uh, you're talking about like there. Yeah, uh-huh. great, perfect. There. Yeah, so then yes. one, two, three. Very nice. Maybe, uh, maybe not, there. Not, oh, there. I don't know if that's a group, but it'd be like, yeah, that line right there. That line right there. So that's that's what's going on. If only you okay. could just push a button and paint that line. Anyway, so it's going to be. Very cool, very cool. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, hang on. Saving throws? Yeah, but, but the damage. half damage. Let's do the damage first. That's more fun. Yeah, I agree. But the saving throw will be a dexterity 16. Nice. Okay. Ooh. That looks not bad. Yeah, a few That's ones. That's a 10. But That's a 20. That's a 6. So, talking about 26 fire damage. So, 26 on a... 26 fire damage. A half on a successful save. And and if they're resistant, they'll If someone takes that. damage, do they lose invisibility? If they have resistance to magic things, yeah. But I don't know if they have resistance to magic things. Whose question were you answering, Sam? Hers. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. What was your question? My question was just, do they take half damage because oh. of if magic? If they have resistance. And by default, they don't have resistance to fire or spell damage. Yeah, they, it's, have, they have advantages on the same. Advantage on the same. Uh, it's the so, um, I was just curious. You want to do what? Do we know if they have... Have we seen them um, become visible once they've taken damage? 
They no. don't become visible by taking damage. Okay. Um, they become so visible each creature. Oh, actually, 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 though, I'm sure. actually uh, invisibility is a uh, concentration spell. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, oh, oh. Ten, they ten might or, is the answer. They ten might. or half the damage taken is the DC. Yeah. Yeah. I have that bookmark forever. So uh, okay. Twenty-six. Fourteen. So minimum. hang on. We got to go 15. through all the guys. Yep. So let's start with the non-chumps. What do you want me to point so out? So you've got. Uh, uh, let's start with the the highest stakes. So the warlord. The warlord is in there somewhere. Yes. Presumably invisible. Oh wait, the warlord disappeared. Invisible. Warlord's disappeared. But is he in that box? He's not liable to tell us. He's there, there, and I'll get you the front. Well, yeah, and you can do it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three. He's in the, he's in the box. So I'm going to roll them all here because I can do it really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way. We have a lot of things to roll. Sure. So this is uh, Constitution or Dex? Dex. Dex. Dex 16. Dex 16. Dex 16. So that is a natural one on the Warlord. Um, to try. So the Warlord no takes 26 fire damage. 26 fire damage. Okay. Now we're gonna go with uh, any guards in there. You, uh, this guy, is dead. He does. He does become visible. No, that's not the warlord. That's the guy I I, uh, lanced. Yeah. Oh, he ran in there. (laughs) (laughs) These guys really have corralled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's uh, he's dead. Safe inside Um, that tower. The uh, the other guard who grew large and fell back, he gets another natural one. Oh dear! Is this roller working? Let me click it. A Watch you spam more times. No, no, it, it works. It works. That was just two natural ones. That's your, that that that's happens. One that's another twenty-six uh, fire. Twenty-six fire damage for that guy, and we'll go ahead and oh, he's enlarged. That's not concentration. Okay. Uh, oh, let's go and get the warlords. What's the what's the constitution? What's the concentration? It's uh, it's half uh, it's half a damage or ten. Um, so twenty six would 13. mean is it, it's a thirteen. 13. It's constitution saving throw. I believe so. So he gets a nineteen. So the the warlord stays uh, invisible in there stays invisible. Okay. Not the third invisible. guard, who is that guy right there, the the little assassin looking one, he. Uh, he is also enlarged, and he gets a 17 dex. So That's a success. He has a he takes, he 13, takes 13 damage. damage. Fire. 13 fire damage. Um, then the fourth guard is not um, present because he's with the troll. All right, now going out. Now I think it's just the mob that's left. So uh, one mob, we'll call it one through four. They uh, are all within the area. This is how many of them save. One of them gets a six and doesn't save. Another one gets a six and doesn't save. Another one gets a 12. No fail. Doesn't save. And the fourth one gets 17. That's a success. That means that he is the sole survivor of his little group there because they had 26 hit points. What? No, no, that's that's the other group of four. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Yeah, I am not kidding when I say... They had that was incredible. Twenty-six. So that is. You want some bloody tokens for Keep three of these one. guys? Yeah, you, Dan, you handle that. Pick the move. Three of that little diamonds. Yeah. Bloody. I like the hammer guy. Wait, three of them. They're not bloody. They're dead. Bloody marks on the ground. Oh, Please, oh, oh, gotcha. Go. I, th- I see what you're saying. You're saying me handle it. I was like. Your box is over. Yeah, there. yeah. Oh no, I got okay. it. Okay. Were they right there? And uh, now we're gonna go five, six, seven, eight. So five. Uh, he gets a twelve. Fail. Oh. Gets a one fail. Gets a sixteen. Uh, Dexterity is sixteen. This That's is success. Throw. And the last one is uh, outside of the area. 
Great. So uh, he doesn't do it. So two of them die. Has this been with disadvantage, or do you have a fancy thing? They are they taking advantage of the They were supposed drones. to all be with advantage, and I didn't do it, and okay. I'm not going to worry about it. Okay. Good job, Baron. It was next to powerful fireball. <laughs> Super I thought, powerful. Too many rolls and too many hit points applied. I that thought is, you had your, like, all in the tune to it. I was like, ten times, and then when it came to do it, all of us forgot. I was like, Greg is rolling really bad for with advantage, yeah. but... Just like when you forget a cool thing you could have done in your turn, you forget. Uh, that's... Sometimes I forget that I can roll with advantage on a significant number of enemies Sometimes against a significant two of these guys extra are bloody. Potent, but extra potent double strength fireball. These two are bloody. Do you want to slow oh, yeah. sure, please. Those two are dead. I mean, oh, blood, blood piles. I see. Bloodied. I got one too. A form of bloody. Hey, let's just say bloody because it's a new addition and we'll use it a new way. Yeah. The ground is bloody. At the end of all of that, as the mighty blast. Moradin, with your divine power, grant me a spark of your ever-burning forge and burn my enemies! And the flame, I mean, you can feel all the way back out here that just the, the heat that blasts out. This is not like a long-burning thing. It's like, it's just a boom of fire. All we fire. can see is the flame. It engulfs just, every, all of our enemies. And when it comes back, there are, uh, uh, there are four, three, four... Five of the workers are you. You hear them just letting up the last bits of their ah as they're burning up, and their and their bodies just stop moving as their corpses continue to burn on the ground. The others are padding out the fire that they were able to like just able to move and not catch the uh, the worst of it. The the guard that Mock had uh, slashed up real bad, who had lost his chainmail had uh, turned invisible, clearly had run inside there because now you see him face flat on the ground. He had been running from you all as he ran into this fire and just uh, fell down his body, continuing to burn as well. The scaffolding in here has also engulfed into into flames. If we can get some of the flame tokens just to give some of that uh, around this place. I know you love the flame tokens, so uh, let's do it. We should get some 3D printed ones. Mock thinks to himself, could do some pretty Why did we need to get yeah. those explosions? Or explosives in the first place? Either much. Well, it's like, it's <laughs> We only get a few per day, I guess. This stuff is the really cool. Alright, Baron. Excellent. That's Baron. Last. Bear Jarvis. Bear Jaw. Oh, we got Bear. the Aurora oh. the Justin and the Taita after that. Yeah. And the Dust. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that guy. He's like, Don't remind us about him. I don't know. Okay, Bear Jaw. Enter a rage stage. Um, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, that. Here? Here? Yep. Oh, one more. Yeah, that one. Okay. She gets there. Uh, and she uh, shouts down the corridor and she yells. You, uh, what's, what was I gonna say? Oh, I'm surprised you have time for all that building. I thought you were all busy licking the boots of your illicit masters. Yeah. I heard you use those king's knives to butter your bread. <gasps> and then she throws the hammer at one of the, uh, one of the, uh, the nearest one. Is, uh, is, uh, actually that's the, oh yeah, it's the guard that had fallen back from the outside. 
Also, that dwarven belt is going to Bear Jaw's head. <laughs> She's practicing. Who's in charge now? She's practicing. She's well. She also it just comes, it just rolls off the tongue. So I don't easy. know where it comes from. So easy. No, no, no. It's she's trying to enrage them further with her terrible accent. Yeah, she's. I mean, as a person she's a, who enjoys she's a, combat, having new access to a whole other slew of racial enemies is yeah. great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can really, I just feel like she's really lay in. Like she only rages because they're enraged. All right, so what? Off you are you are throwing yeah. the hammer. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna do my my double. All right, attack. and you can you have range for that. I mean... How far has he got to go? 10, he's 20, he's large, 30, so... 40. Oh, yeah, you, you've got it. Yeah, it's 60 I range. It. I was never sure. Yeah, 60 is the, the long range. Long range. Yeah, that's with disadvantage? Yes. But it's actually with 10. Yes. Ah, okay, with disadvantage. So that's just... Yeah. Uh, disadvantage because it's long range. Mm-hmm. Correct. We'll give it a shot anyway. Why not? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty good. That's That'll 21. Work. You got it. 21? Yeah, you got it easy. And yes. then one more, please. That's another again. 21. All right. His head explodes. Um, 21, 21. Roll that damage. Okay, okay, okay. I always get this two mixed. Actually, is he dead? I mean, you can for fun if you want, but he's dead. Okay. He had three hits. Describe the dead. It's impossible for you. Oh, With it. Uh, do you want to have a second target for the other? Oh, actually, throw? Oh. yes. The first hit on him. I mean, uh, I think I... it's impossible not to. Oh yeah, you have a plus seven, so he's he's gone. Yeah. Okay. The, the closest, closest one. Closest. So what does it do? It goes through his head. The hammer just flies forward and, and just obliterates, obliterates his, head, his head. And it goes straight through to the next one, and I'll just include that as... Roll, so roll one damage dice for the second one. One, one damage. Okay. Uh, no, it's 2d8. Well, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. One damage plus, roll. Plus two. Okay, that's an eight and a three, plus seven, plus two. So, math. Uh, 11 plus nine is 20. 20 damage. Yep. 20 damage to figure. guard three. Assassinating one. Yeah, that's right. And she just she just threw down and then she threw uh, down. And he is looking hurt as well. Basically, the three guards are looking like torn to shreds. The uh, the 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 one that had fallen back. Oh, he, the one that had fallen back is dead. Yeah. So yep. when I say torn to shreds. I mean, Literally. so the two that were outside have fallen back and are already gone. Uh, and the one that was back there has barely even started stepping forward, just grew large. And between the fireball blast, which he was able to dodge a bit, but still take a lot of, uh, still cause a lot of pain. And now the hammer flying at him, it has, uh, uh, he is uh, bleeding profusely as well. Good. 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 That's how I like it. But finally, <gasps> yes, the despot. Now the hands together. The twin dwarves spawn. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> the night came. And they just break through the yeah, ground. Yeah, they all they all raise back. Just sudden, just boom. And they look like normal dwarves. They look at us and go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> up like daisies. Ah. Uh, That's right. Are you mounted? Yeah. And so is Aurora. But she can get off for half her movement and spend that other half however she wants. Very good. Very successful. Yeah, that's definitely growing up. <laughs> Every, everyone is smoother than the last. It really does. The mechanically augmented uh, Dwergar, who was already enlarged, he, enlarged. Uh, uh, he must have been, he was, like, when you came forward, you saw him already enlarged doing, doing his work. 
as he he was not when he was walking up. Uh, like he yeah, enlarged yeah. when he got in there to to like work on whatever he was working on. He was working on this center shaft. Okay. Um, he takes str- a, a few steps over, which is swiftly moving to the sort of center area where he's got a bead on Mock and Betsy and Aurora as he points one of his fists forward, opening his fingers, and a stream of fire jets out in a sharp line forward. This, I mean, this is a flame a hundred feet forward uh, as fire just spews out. Now you can see, like, there's fire dripping down as it goes. This is, this is Probably, I mean, this as you magical. know, psychically, psychically yeah. controlled, but it's a uh, uh, there's like bits of uh, uh, bits like of like napalm? flaming oil like falling. Is this to napalm the that he's throwing, or yeah. is this like a magical effect? It's uh, it's like magical, but also napalm. Magical napalm. That, that's fine. It's all if it's magical or this, you can always say, oh, it's both. Make a DC 16 dexterity saving throw Make for you then. and okay. Betsy and someone do it on behalf of Aurora. I will use my advantage. And I will make the saving throw. Aurora, that did not do it enough, unfortunately. Mm. The tiny poison dart frog. Oh, eight. Uh, you used that damn and, die again. And the uh, for for Betsy. <laughs> you ass. Uh, not gonna do either. <laughs> she got a. What's her dex? What's her dex? Her dex is plus zero. Mock got a twelve. Everyone's on fire. Yeah, everyone's on fire. We have a little bit of fire. cover, but this isn't. Uh, cover doesn't really come into play on these things, right? This is just a saving throw. Yeah. Uh, that's 18 fire damage for each of you. I think you have a certain amount of cover, you get a bonus to your dex save. Um, how do we want to do oh. damage to well, Aurora? Might be right. How does that work? Because if it's some, it may affect. Do you want me to just put minus Aurora minus 18 so we like, have an idea of how much damage she's taken? Uh, uh, I handle her more narratively. You can put a little red dot on her. Just r- uh, right, right so little trademark asterisk drenching flame. I got it here, right here. You've got the um, cover, half cover, plus two bonus on AC and dexterity saving throws against attacks and effects that originate on the opposite side of the cover, which this does. Cool. Uh, the, you not, don't have three quarters, not where you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, plus two. Yeah, then what we'll, we'll do it with plus two? Same effect. Gotcha. Okay, All right. So yeah, 18 fire damage to each of you as this jet of flame shoots. Out. Oh. And? So, yes. Puts his hand forward and fires uh, fires this jet of flame at Mach. He's not done yet. (laughs) Is this Searing Ray? That's right. Come on, Mama. I got that spell. It's a good spell. Is he walking by me? No, he's shooting laser beams. Oh. Oh, another laser beam? Uh, then he uh, uh, turns his hand towards Bearjaw and another jet of flame shoots out. Same thing. Dex 16. That's a success. Alright, so that'll be 9 fire damage. That would be actually less than Then takes aim aim at the compies uh, gathered around that little pillar there. You will have a plus 2 on that. Dex 16. Uh, Let me check. Uh, Saving throws when I am uh, if they're mental, since I have my own proficiency, but the the abilities are the creature. So it's physical, right? Yeah. All right. Um, one Dex second. Seems I have like to thing. look at what they have. Um, they have Dex plus two for the. I don't do your hit. Uh, okay. Plus two for the ability. My proficiency is three. So 
do you, do I have, no, I don't have proficiency on deck saving throws. That's like It a would be built into the monster stat block. They have saves? They have, they have saves, saves listed. Uh, if it doesn't have a save listed, it's just, it's just, the, just the ability stat. Perfect. Okay, so it's just plus two. It only lists it if it's got a, like an extra. And I have plus two for cover? Yeah. Plus two for cover. Okay. What was it, DC? 16. I make it. All right, nine fire damage. Thank you. Uh, but aren't you a swarm? Uh, yes, so I do not get Oh, which already me. covers the resistance. Yeah. Thing. I just don't have resistance to it. So. Uh, and finally, I gotta count it again. Nine fire. 10, 20. That's a lot of my hit. Uh, 30, 40, 50, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Oh, sweet. Uh, sweet. At oh. Baron. Perfect. Uh, Titus takes like... aim and the fire blast <laughs> towards Baron in the distance. Lord. Not oil vein. It is only five feet wide. Don't move. Don't God. move. Uh, just, likes like, to rushes save. by, <laughs> catching that left half of your mustache. He just looks. <laughs> What's the save? Oil vein has a uh, the save is DC 16 dexterity. Oof. Fails. Does your red dragon armor 18 fire damage. But I take half fire damage because so of my red fire. dragon armor. Red dragon That might armor. be the second time you've taken fire damage. Uh, it might be. <laughs> Since you fire got it. typically a one-way street with Baron. Yeah, that was, no, uh, so it was 18, so 9. Yeah, 9 that. fire damage. All right, that is the despot. Sorry, I did not see at first that his multi-attack applies to his flame jet. That's awful! Gotcha. Oh, wow. Awesome. So you just look over and you just watch Baron just get covered in flame <laughs> and just flex it off. It's just like, there's like Well, it gets absorbed, smoke. right? By the, by the, the um, armor. We have, well, he gets burned, too. He well, gets burned, that's why. <laughs> we have Rustin and Taita. Your beard is like um, really frizzly. Uh, yeah. Dresden puts out the flames because of all the books, you know. Fucking A, man. On account of the books. On account of the books. I could see. Uh, so, yeah, flavor for Aurora. Taita takes off around the side and says, I'll send alert if. I will send alert if they. Uh, if the troll breaks through the. What's the, that guy doing there? The barricade. Can I, I just say, because she kind of thinks moves that forward you set up a barricade. Like hundreds of feet in a single few seconds. Yeah, she's like, she <laughs> runs like uh, a Terminator, like, right? Like she's quite of the navigator, just like, here is a class one maneuver. She is a yeah. laser robot, as a laser golem. I think Drustin uh, should calm the flames, because we so, actively don't want things to burn. Drustin, uh,. Could do that, but I don't know how he would do that. Mm. He's gonna make an illusion. Like I don't know. What's going on. Ah, yeah. So create an illusion for Mock that he is. Called. Don't worry. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, uh, is that counter? He knows his cousin, and the most important Thank thing is just you. let his cousin feel like everything's going That's okay. That's right. It'll uh, go better for him in the short he term. Mock fights best when he has a lot of confidence. Uh, you guys, I'm, I'm gonna suggest something that is very Dresden. He taps a crystal ear horn bell and summons an unseen servant and tells him to put out the flames. Well, what I was going to say is we actually have the legendary action thing. We've established oh, how absent players I didn't know were. Had and the two legendary actions, which he said in Slack like an hour ago, uh-huh. is, uh, and they totally make sense, give someone fly, which would essentially occupy his legendary action for the whole encounter, because mm-hmm. he's got to concentrate on it. Yeah. Uh, and wherever his figure is, it would be susceptible to breaking it with concentration. Um, because it's always fun to give the monsters an option to fix that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other is he could uh, essentially provide uh, automatic advantage with uh, illusions. Yeah. Mm. Automatic advantage. Um, I actually like the idea of just automatic advantage. Whoever, mm-hmm. maybe automatic advantage for Mach. 
So like treat more, it like a legendary action. Job. So we could just I would say to make it doing. more powerful than a normal aid, yeah. it's at runtime. So like when you're going to make an attack, be okay. like, okay, I'm, we have one I'm getting the resistance advantage. One, one in the bank. It's like I, in the bank for anyone to use. Much good. better than me looking up these fucking spells. Now, if a narrative, oh, as always, if a narrative thing comes up where it's sure. like, oh wait, now we need like, you know, his, we need to use the brickstone or whatever, then yeah, he's he's still here. Yeah, I mean, I'm like saying, we but in combat, we just want to simplify it so we're not making that. that decision every round. I'm just saying, we, we definitely don't want things in there to burn. <laughs> so, yes, if it keeps. Baron, Baron had made precaution such that it was not going to burn this thing. So it's not. We're, a we're gonna roll with that. He specifically took side of the thing and made sure what he was going to do was not going to spread there. Like, if he had... If, it's yeah. a great trust of Baron throwing explosives at the tactical I way. mean, Sam Sam took the moment to, like, look in, find out. Oh, I, I know, I know, I know. And I will say, there's undenying, as much as he is fast and loose with those fireballs, he has thrown so many fireballs. <laughs> he knows there's not a lot of damaging spells he, he as a knows. cleric, and I get those ones specifically from my subclass, but I don't get a ton of them. I'm just all fiery theme. Exactly how many bandit children he can get. How many feet of ultra-rough terrain do you create? 100. It's 100 foot radius. So you make 200 feet of just disgusting testicle <laughs> fungus Testicle walks. fungus, which is basically they have to cross, effectively, 800 feet. Because it's quadruple, it's quadruple distance, quadruple rough terrain. That's two hundred. They feet took wide. a cave Over 200 and they filled length. it full of bushes. There's a good like thick bushes. They put a edge. Edge. It's like in a There's cave. a more... good chance they did not make it 800 feet away when it sprouted up on both sides, entombing <laughs> them, entombing them <laughs> like, in scrotal fungus. And like this is like a community. There's like a daycare in here with Dwergar children who were in the middle of like playing on the seesaw, and like <laughs> testicle fungus came up around them, and they're like. <laughs> One of them is trapped on the wall. top because of the ah. fungus grew up and... And, like, they're Dwergar children, so they curse, so he just said, Eh, what the fuck? Yeah, so... And then the nanny... Fucking shit, motherfucker. Put your fucking mouth, kid! We'll have to eat our way out. <laughs> we'll have to eat our way out. Uh, Aurora <laughs> doing anything? Uh, Jesus, that's highly effective. Uh, yeah, so... Fire. Uh, uh, yes. I love it. She can get off the mount, or she can stay on the ride. Yeah, that, that, so that, that, and, that. and catch the fast lane. So she has the asterisk. To Action Town. She took a uh, of some kind. Go, go. Aurora just, uh, uh, Aurora pounds Mox back and says, Get us in there! The hell was that flame thing? Yeah, as he turns and <laughs> coughs a smoker, and he's like, yeah, I thought he was gonna punch somebody! I'd rather get punched by the giant metal fists! That's the plan! Hold on tight! And just spurs Betsy forward. And as Drustin, uh, let's say, moves forward and begins readying a spell of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Not too close. I mean, five. Easy. You gotta be able to see what's going on. <laughs> he just goes. Yeah, we'll say he does need to have line of sight, essentially. Daddy. We won't worry about range, because we don't, you know, we want, don't want to get too crunchy. Great. Yes. Troll. Uh, troll is uh, presumably making its way here if he's even... Oh, no, wait. You knew that there was close enough to here, because you heard them. Yeah. Coming. Do we hear them uh, more? Scrimcorn. I'm like, go. I'm just going to full move. Yeah, you hear shouting. Commotion. Ooh. What do you guys will do this thing? It's far away. It's 400 feet away. It's quite a ways away. Well, not 400 feet away. Well, depending uh, on far back here. Could be about two. Could be 400 at yeah. the maximum. Uh, these guys, uh, prepare. For trouble. Actually, it's stupid to sit right no, here. Don't forget to get hit. Yeah, oh, they're going to do their thing. They are just ridiculously fast. Uh, there we go. 
Um, so <laughs> the copies charge forward and clamber around, uh, run along the, the ankles of, uh, of Bearjaw there, um, <laughs> and run over to here. They can't quite get in this round. They'll be doing that next round. As you embody the compy, uh, the compy swarm spirit. What is Scrim's like consciousness? Light Scrim is He is in a crowd of people. He's described as two party before. He's like in a crowd, and they are all talking, and he's just the one shouting the loudest. So his like movements are like it's like you're incredible people, and it's like and how is his drunk? How did, what? How is his like? Mental state when he's like maintaining being in this form, like the energies involved to transform like this. So there's basically his life force is kind of going out into little bits, but his consciousness is a single entity, is a single one of the copies. So he is a copy. But I mean, what is, is it? What does it feel like to it's him? Like Star Wars to, Battlefield. What, um, what What does it feel like to him to control the energies? The ma- I'm talking about the magic. Here, uh, the magic here of, of is being in this form. Him uh, like exhaling a whole bunch because now he's maintaining the the life force of a bunch of other creatures, and so to do that, he's ex- he's basically kind of I imagine it as exhaling, so he's he's keeping like his like breathing all his air out. And is maintaining, is like taking really shallow breaths you know, on like a life force level, is how I like it. he's talked about it at smoke sessions, I would say. And we uh, all understood it then. What is your spellcasting stat? Yeah. My spellcasting stat is wisdom, wisdom. I believe. Wisdom. Uh, roll a DC 12 wisdom saving throw. A DC 12 wisdom saving throw. I do have, uh, what's Advantage? it called? Proficiency with that, so I have a little bit. Um, DC 12, this is plus six. Hold that little blue and white betrayer. 17. Oh, God. Nothing happens. Yikes. Scrim, uh, so it's still your turn. Uh, he is also concentrating on a spell right now. He's concentrating on these stones. These guys move stupidly fast. Oh. They is can that move. Concentration check from the burning? Uh, he did not get. He oh, he get did burned. get hit. He did get hit. So that's a DC. Thank you. Thank you. I totally forgot All about that. Right. Um, so this is a DC. 10, um, because it's, it's 10 or half the damage of its higher. Um, Constitution DC 10, saving Constitution saving throw, um, which I'm just using as my stat thing. I'm not... I think Constitution it's, comes it, from the body. It would be the body, yeah, wouldn't it? Okay, even though it's the I spell, think it's Intelligence, Wisdom it come from charisma. your host. Right, body. right. Um, yeah, that's weird. I'm, I'm thinking of it as like a spell thing, but yeah, the Constitution of theirs. So, uh, yeah, this is only a plus one. Go Elephant if you're spellcasting. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Do you get your <laughs> proficiency bonus? No, because I'm not proficient with, okay. with that. Uh, right, good enough. Let's see it. Mm. It's 12. Mm. You got it. Woo! All right. Quickity quick. These guys move the quicklings insanely fast. They have 120-foot movement speed. Um, what? That's so they yeah. get up to the door. It's not, not a dash. No, they can go up, throw three daggers apiece, and you then move again. pretty far back. Yeah. So we just put them over there. Do it. Although, uh, about, no, I, I, about to the middle of the room was like 120 so something from it's here. It's 100 feet exactly from here to here. Okay. Right. I mean. So basically, you're you're one, two, oh, three, sorry. four. Sorry. And in addition, it's a 20 foot range on the oh, okay, yeah. throwing so you, daggers. You, 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 so you, they can go throw and be basically where your lizards are. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So without counting, they yeah their position right here here. Um. They basically get up to here. Jesus, they're fast. Um, he told them to specifically go after the guards. Guards, which is only one left, correct? I think it's Z. 
one visible. Only one left? Guard. Uh, that we can see? There are two. Oh, there's only one guard left. Guard. And then there's also a guard that's... There's a so warlord guard. that's invisible. I would yeah, guard. yeah. I no, he, uh, Scrim told them to attack the oh. guards, and then after that, ah. help mock. So they will follow that even if until Scrim gives them a different direction. The guards have AC 18. Has that changed? No. Nope. Oh, wait. They're big. Let me double check what happens when they're uh, enlarged. Hmm. I remember 3rd edition had a no, thing no, where you're no. attaching creatures that are larger than you Oh, yeah, bonus. it doesn't have that in the 18. Same there's uh-huh. effectively six creatures in this mob because there's one attack. There's three attacks for each of these guys. Their attack bonus is eight, and they do eight damage apiece. Calculated is he takes 24 damage. Fucking A. Well, yeah. Okay, well, he's dead. Mob they rules. Fill him with mob rules. Daggers. Uh, back, yeah, back he gets hit with six daggers, and three of them <laughs> don't hit. Three of them <laughs> do. Like, oh, <laughs> so these daggers just fly in, and, just <laughs> and the Dwargar just falls to the ground. The bullseye from Daredevil. You choose not to talk about Scrimgorn's daggery little friends that have shown up a few times. Like We kind of see him on the battlefield, and we're like, it's better not to talk about it. They chitter, they cackle. They're evil. They're here for a matter of seconds and then gone. You, they're throwing these daggers. Are these like natural daggers? Like, I imagine they're these, like bone. Like bone. They're sharp, like sharp well, ass bone. They're, yeah, they're fragments. like ships. They're ships. I like they're it. They've made those. But like, themselves. like and like, uh, Kill Bill, where they're throwing like needle style. Like they don't go into a rent, They just like. I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah that's terrifying. Like, <laughs> like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> throw, I don't want to fight those ever. All right, this, this that's Scrim. Oil. Um, let's see. Can I get within 100 feet of this guy along? You were already line? within 100 feet of that guy because uh, he used a 100 foot blast uh, to get the guy standing right next to you. True that. If you want to move up, you can guarantee you are ex- it. It is, is exactly you one cover uh, in my way. You're essentially bowling. I point. think if you is got it, to here, you could get some cover and still get a good line What was your question? Was Bear John in my way? No. He's just barely man. not. Right. Uh, Maybe shoot so. it and take a step back five feet. So Oil Vane, like, he uh, he grabs his uh, the staff of power from his back, because it's usually kind of strapped to his back now. Uh, and then he kind That's of absorbs awesome. it into his arm. Until he's holding like the the skull in his hand, and the staff is actually protruding out like past his elbow, and then he uh, points it at the is that the despot? That's the, the despot, the, the big, big one, guy. the only one that's an actual big miniature. So he points it out with his hand extended, and the skull kind of like extru- like moves forward <laughs> a little bit, and then starts spinning, uh, kind of uh, spinning around, and just an electric charge starts building up. And then the thing goes kind of a, uh, all of a sudden pumps back really quickly. You see this like black mist, and then from the skull emits a, uh, a bolt of lightning. A bolt of lightning. Cool. So, uh, this is going to be. In an instant, it strikes. It strikes. Is it an attack roll? Uh, it's it's going to be dex. Saving, saving throw. All right. So it's going to be dex 15. Okay, dex what? 15. On the despot. Ooh! He is a lot of things. He's very strong. Pretty intelligent. Wise. Even even charismatic. Really? And quite hearty. <laughs> but not fast. Slow fucker. He gets a 10 on his dexterity oh, saving throw. That's a minus 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
He's literally anchored. Is he a Dwergar of some kind? He's a Dwergar. Yeah, he's a good advantage. Can I borrow a couple d6s? Mm. Just want to clarify that. If, if it's strong. in the cooking thing, I don't want to... It's a good point. It's a good point. Even oh, worse. Oh, wow. Uh, Even worse. Wow. Mm. We screwed up once. Mm. You want to you, right. you win? No, you, you don't want an asterisk. be legit. No, no, no. No, no asterisk. season. Uh, what are you shooting him with? Uh, lightning bolt. Bowling ball. <laughs> lightning bolt from the staff of power. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that's a lot of this dice, is, sir. This is oil veins crystal howitzer. Oh, this I, is the staff of power. I think he loads yeah. it like a bazooka on his shoulder and just goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he did. He described what it, what I it is. I heard him. I heard him. Yeah. That's a lot of sixes. Let's see. You have four sixes in that pile. It's a nice oh. stack. So these are my dice. Some of my dice are about four dice. Uh, so what do you? Oh, you get to reroll some of them. You get to the ones. Yeah. The ones. So let's Just see. But well, now I get to reroll to four because oh. uh, I have a sorcery point that I can do. So that was just any sword. None of us know how sorcerers work. Well, th- neither do they. They were just born that way. Four. That's true. Q Lady Gaga. Thirty-six. Adding up. They're the fighters. I seem to recall some sort of no story of that nature. Fifty lightning damage. Fifty lightning damage. Okay. And what, and does it does it cackle and kind of like arc between his metal limbs as he goes? It does like just arc across a couple of them because it is a strong bolt. Thank he is not vulnerable to lightning, but nice. like it, 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 it fucking rocks immune. him back. The amount, also, he's made of metal. like how metal scorched man. the uh, uh, like the main metal part of his body that it struck is. Like you can tell, if that was on the flesh of any of these other guys, it would have just bored a hole straight through it. Like this is a strong bolt, and it is only because this guy is augmented that it did not. Uh, rip him to shreds. Jeez. That's a lot of amazing. That's my, that's my, my turn. Alright. Moving it on, you guys. Very amazing. Uh, I'll stick, I'm gonna step one back. <laughs> I love that. One <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you just go. <laughs> I guess. Alright. Warlord. The warlord. Mischievous, invisible warlord. Ooh. Pulls down your pants. Yes, let me check something here. Is his weapon attack? It is not my weapon attack. Okay. I'm humiliated. Okay. Okay. We gave me so many good ideas. You can hear the voice of the warlord uh, uh, saying, Defend what is ours! Uh, uh, die! Uh, die to protect the, uh, uh, the Dwergar Empire! And then you all hear as you hear him going this way, like he is not going quietly, he is going quickly. Uh, passive his, perceptions? Kick his ass. Uh, 18. 14. 14. Dressed as high as fuck. Oh, he got very 16. poor. Um, Do I know where he is? Just watch your X finger. 
Yeah, just watch Gabe's finger. You can hear him oh, running over here this way. This is essentially where he is. He's invisible, but he's in this rough area. Okay, okay. not my okay. problem. Get him tied up. You so can take to care of him. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to pull the lava alarm. The lava alarm? <laughs> I don't think that's an alarm. Well, you know what? All right. Of all the ways to go. That's him. That's the Lord. Mock. 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 You are Get him. Oh, yeah. Finish the fight. He is still invisible, though, so attacks against him are... It's like attacking a concealed enemy. It's a disadvantage? No, exactly. It's Depends like on what you're attacking with. Total concealment, because uh, this has always been, this has always been a, um, a challenging thing. Attacking an invisible creature, 5e. Of course, you get a bunch of forum posts. Uh, this is bullshit. It, it'd be, it'd be. Uh, um, Sometimes it is some bullshit though. It's not total cover. It's total concealment. Mock runs this way. Or oh, disadvantage. Mock going this way. Uh, reaches with his free hand. Ooh, ooh, and then for the the the, the jug of liquids. Yes. And biting down the cork hook, he says. Mayonnaise! It just starts shaking it around as he as he rides down upon the fleeing Dwergar warlord. He knows he's not going to get out via the fucking mushroom forest, and he's not going to escape with his life if he gets mayonnaise. Mox gonna try to mayonnaise this guy. Mayonnaise him. You been mayonnaise? Actually, he's flinging mayonnaise in a wide arc. Like yeah. so. In a wide arc. <laughs> I suppose a dexterity check, huh? It will glop him. I mean, uh, it's an attack roll. It's getting glopped. Of some kind. Yeah. It's an improvised weapon. Uh, and well, it, it is a, uh, it's an improvised ranged weapon. I think it has an area attack. But it's mostly just, you're trying, you're not attacking an yeah, individual. Yeah, yeah. You're attacking yeah, yeah. like yeah. an area. I get it. It's an improvised. I'm, spread, uh, I'm spreading my seed. It's an improvised yeah, range. With mayonnaise. It's an improvised range weapon. That is the, that is the, uh, the role that you need to make. So some sure. people are proficient with improvised weapons and others are not. Secret I'm sauce. not. Yeah. Uh, then go ahead and give us that check. Should be. You're like dance, I think? Oh. Yeah. So. You ever uh, with someone? It's 15. Nice. A 15. That's easily enough. Uh, uh, because the armor good. in this particular case does not come into effect. In fact, you want to hit the armor. That's uh, right. It's just as good as hitting the flesh. That's right. Um, so, in fact, even better, because it might even stick to armor a bit more than the oils of the skin. It might slough off more easily. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I think a lot about the qualities of mayonnaise on armor as he sprays it sprays violently. Sprays mayonnaise. Well, literally going right? like this. As he puts a day's worth of mayonnaise in the area. Oh, yeah. He's day's worth of mayonnaise sprays everywhere, and then suddenly materializing before you is a Dwergar shaped <laughs> shell of mayonnaise. Beautiful. Where is he? Right, right where he is. Right uh, well, then, of course, action point. <laughs> Eat him up! You Sorry. You, you just seasoned him. You did season. Now just... You a- look delicious! <laughs> Consume him! <laughs> Wait. <laughs> this, is, this is with the quarter. <laughs> this is with the quarter stab. Amazing. <laughs> All right, so... I do want to see that quarter stab in action, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Mark has plenty oh of range to get around him. He's going to cut him off. There's more... I don't assume there's a wall there, unless you tell me otherwise. Uh, there's <laughs> a wall where? Yeah, like he, he, he says there's probably not. He, he can cut that, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All this right, is all so, open. Uh, first attack. 
It's going to be two a two handed or one. Uh, so this is going to it's be a two, a two handed attack. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gripping tightly with your manly well, thighs. N- n- now that he's mayonnaise, now that he's mayonnaised <laughs> up, there's no really no need for the jar. Maybe he takes a little swig just before he stashes it. <laughs> Amazing. Look, man. Look, look, slug mustache. I don't want any, any, any <laughs> looking askance from you. Uh, it's going to be twenty. Uh, I think six or six on the first one. Slug twenty-six. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, uh, twenty-seven. Um, so it's going to be C D eight. Not so bad. That, yeah, that's going to be uh, 12 damage, plus he has to uh, roll a strength saving throw. Strength saving oh, throw. Wisdom saving throw. Well, that's quite a bit different. Yeah. That he gets a 17. Okay, that will pass. Um, and he gets another Ooh. 8 on top of that for the for that just first additional eight eight attack. Eight. Yes. 8 damage. Uh, yeah, eight. it would have to be bludgeoning. The whole okay. attack. Alright, second, second attack. Uh, that will be a 28. Yeah, obviously hits. Yeah, we will do same. Uh, so, uh, wisdom, wisdom, wisdom as well, saving throw. Oh, no damage on that attack? Uh, I'll give you the whole damage in, in, in a sec. Okay, wisdom saving throw, you got a 15. Okay. That will... Mm, oh, he meets it, so no effect on that one either. But he will take eight. He will take fifteen. Oh, I should blow some charges. Yep, yeah, I will. Blow some charges. Blow three charges. Okay, so that's going to be fifteen plus fourteen. That's twenty-nine damage. Ooh. On that 29, one. Twenty-nine damage. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Want to add that up again? Sure. 7 plus 8 plus 15 plus 14. You have another charge. That's 3. 29 hit points left. Ah, sweet. Then I get to strap something awesome. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, so, on this attack, uh, after Mock smashes them uh, and sees the un- unyielding determination behind the warlord's eyes, not cowing to fear, nor changing in his course towards escape. And possibly endangering their mission. Oh wait, he's not invisible anymore. He surely broke concentration. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I imagine, the, I imagine the mayonnaise was treating him as uninvisible because he got mayonnaise. Well, yeah, but you said seeing it in his eyes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it wasn't until that like first strike okay. in and <laughs> like his concentration broke. Then you see him yeah. as the next whatever. Or it was a mayonnaise it. shell. No, it's a dwarf got covered in mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's more ridiculous vibe. looking. Guy. Yeah, but the, despite his despite the condiment coating, he, 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 he maintains his courage and poise. And and this is when Mach feels kind of like a little bit of like a pull from the weapon itself, and it's uh it's 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 something of kind of like a, a latent strength there. And as he kind of like this is a, like a, a strangely flexible weapon, as he kind of bends it so there's a release of power, and as he slams down, hitting this Dwarger warlord, it releases kind of vibrations, and the, that crescent top. Hits hits the the dwarver like a tuning fork, and it leaves him just like vibrating violently with the with the, with the, with force powers as literally parts of the of his armor shake off. Like he loses like a gauntlet here, and like the the helmet comes loose, 
and like the vibrations like persist for a few seconds, just completely rattling him within his armor. And then the force of the of the the blow, uh, as well as these these violent convulsions, just leave him down. Uh, yeah, just com- com- completely unconscious. As the leader of this entire expedition, unconscious. Fall. Oh, you knocked him out. I, I got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Uh, fall gets like Something his bell rung, blah, falling alive but unconscious to the ground at Mock's feet and Betsy's feet. Yeah. Stab him with she the... starts licking the mayonnaise. We will the mayonnaise. continue next week. Oh, oh, yeah. We are best. Oh, yeah. Bummer, we are best. Take pictures. Yeah, we are. Right. Before we get guys. compulsively cleaning. Oh, I got yeah, I'll take a couple pictures of that. I'll post them. I was like, oh, I swear I got I got cow chops, right? Oh good game, God. guys. Yeah, good. I'm like, I got, I got no cow chops. What do I have? This is a game where I thought, I thought that, that the jar too. I thought the pre-combat thought sort of like, strategizing, like looking at the scene and stuff, <laughs> was really engaging and well paced this time. I'm glad. Yeah, we've talked about like, that before, where you can struggle with the planning to do a so cool thing job. ends up like stretching out for a long time. This time it like, it felt appropriate. Like lay in the land, a little bit of lore, like what are we gonna do? Came up with a plan, executed it, and it worked well. well you helped me out, man. We, we really just need to turn Mock's power into a way of assessing threat. Yeah. Because that's what the job. intention is. Yes, and I gave you, you the- You and I can come up with a better- Cause I could've I gave you the AC and you guys I, were talking about it and I was like- I could've gotten hit points too. And the two of them would've helped me assess the threat better. But you never know, with a wizard, AC and HP mean nothing. And yeah, you need to could... be able to size up enemies to make strategic choices. If, if, I mean, Back in 4th edition, it was like a thing. nature check to like, you know, really was. how tough a guy was. And something. we would like just give like the whole damn stat block, basically. Well, Hugh had a special power. Which was yeah. particularly look at a person, you get all their Reveal keywords the stat and like whether they're strikers <laughs> oh, or defenders yeah. I mean, and all that other stuff. That's essentially what's going on here. But the nice thing about this power is you have to study them. If it's something yes, that comes yes. upon you, you don't get it, and you have to figure it out in the midst of combat. And it makes a scene like. like this really cool, where you're like, "Oh, you've got time. Like, you but can make sure that you know." Yeah, what you're it's going frustrating if you have time and you still struggle, either for for the mechanics or otherwise, to get what you're actually trying to go.